You're about to listen to Tadpog. Tyler and Dave play old games. It's a comedy video game podcast. We would like to stress that the hosts are not experts and are really just very crass commentators. Seriously, this is an explicit podcast that happens to talk about video games sometimes. So please enjoy this pretty okay podcast with Tyler and Dave. Hello, Internet, and welcome. Welcome to another tad. It's, it's almost October. When you oh, when this does come out, it'll be into October. It will be. Welcome to the Tad Pog Podcast. We sound different because it's Halloween time. Yep. Not had nothing to do with any other reason why we might sound different. We definitely didn't move sound equipment around to a different part of the garage. Mm-hmm. Definitely didn't make a another new studio. No. <laughs> you know Tad Pog, kinda like kinda like ants. <laughs> <laughs> just they just build new studios. All about coulda, not shoulda. <laughs> nope. Um Melissa got my ass in gear this weekend and was like, hey, let's go do that thing in the garage. And you were like, butt then, stuff? Yeah, but can we also then make a sound studio? She's like, okay. <laughs> so then we went up and cleaned up the the first bay in my garage to set up uh, Tadpog. Shit, I don't know. If... Don't know what to call this one. Tadpog Loading Bay. Loading Bay? <laughs> all right. Tad Tadpog Bay. Tadpog Bay. Tadpog Bay. Dot com. Get all your pirated Tadpog. <laughs> episodes and streams there so uh yeah uh, i think we should probably sound about the same um, we also hope. we're not nearly as hot as we once were yeah it's nice we're, and like we've got more room now mm-hmm. oh a lot more room. you put an extra leaf in this table we're no longer in the i'm a little bummed we're no longer in the octagon yeah i did like saying the octagon <laughs> now i guess i could now say we're in the rectangle yeah well this is the first time we haven't had a blanket very close to over our heads and Quite some time. I know. I don't know what to think. I don't feel like I no longer feel like I'm professionally recording. It's like a dwarf coming out into the, the surface for the first time. I know. I'm afraid I'm gonna fly. I'm gonna up fall up. <laughs> Man, we love us some dwarves on yeah, Tad Pod Podcast. Fuck yeah, we do. I do like dwarves. I've really come around on dwarves. Yeah, I used to. I didn't like them either. Like I never thought I would play a dwarf when I first started playing. D&D. I feel like we need to clarify the fantasy race, <laughs> yeah. not not the group yes. of people in real life. Uh-huh. The Moradinsmen Dwarves. <laughs> the sons and daughters Lord, of Moradin. Lord of the Rings, Gimli-style dwarves. <laughs> and my axe, dwarves. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, if we... I uh, hope we sound good. Let us let, let us know, like, what did you, you think? Yeah. yeah. Uh, make a little comment. Yeah. Like, just a little one. Do we sound little, the same as before? Yep. If that's the goal. We will only sound better as I continue to finish out this space. Yeah, but. and we buy new equipment, mm-hmm. which, man, boy, that stuff does get expensive. <laughs> yeah, we can actually, like, have guests on, and, like, they won't be cramped or uncomfortable. or. It's, I'm, I'm very proud of this setup. Seriously, this it, is It's the most nice. space we've had since... Uh, Tadpog NX2. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. So I will set up, we'll have a whole other room for all the gaming stuff, and then, then this one... Just for recording. Yeah, this is nice. I like it. And, a little, a, good job. and a little space over there for John Turley to get drunk and pass out. Oh, John, yeah. little John space. Got my little John Nook over there. I like it. I love you, John Nook. Yeah. <laughs> when you were when you were looking at the house, I bet you were like, oh, that'd be But nice where John can Nook. John, like, where can I forcibly make him lay down until he sobers up? <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I'm your bearded host, Tyler. And outside of that, I did I did have a thought today on the way home, and I sent you a note about it, Dave. A thought? Yeah, I thought this discussion. T-H-O-T? T-H-O-T. about that. A thought? Because I started thinking about my teachers. Like, all the teachers. I think I must have seen someone... Because I went to the dollar store to grab a big bag of ice. A big I've got bag a, of teachers. I've got <laughs> a big bag of magnetic letters to put on the refrigerator. Well, I do like those. And I thought about my old grade teachers. school teacher, Miss Katzorkas. <laughs> Somebody must have reminded me of it when I got in the car. I was like, I wonder what my second grade teacher is up to. Uh, she was like 50 whenever I had her. She's probably dead. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. So it made me think, Did you like, look her up? No. But it made me think, though... How many of my teachers are probably dead now? Am I at the point in my life where I have a larger or a, a number, a pool of dead teachers? Oh, yeah, absolutely you do. Yeah. I mean, I do, so I just assume yeah. that you do. You know you do? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I know I do because, um, man, I loved my English and French teacher in high school. Mm-hmm. He was, who, who was that? Mr. Smith. Mr. Smith. Dude, he was awesome. Very French. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Monsieur Smith. Uh, he was he was really awesome, and um, like when he died, like that's one that I found out on Facebook because like a lot of people he had a lot of students who really liked him. Uh, so it's like I started seeing posts from people I hadn't seen posts from in a long time, you know, mm-hmm. uh, talking mm-hmm. about him dying, and that really sucked because he was. I mean, it wasn't a surprise because he did smoke like. Eight, Fr- eight packs of cigarettes. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. He was living that French life. If you guys, if you guys really want to learn French, you got to smoke a lot. You got to smoke. That was less than number Part one. of the French accent is the cigarette. It's very true. Uh, and had you quit smoking when you saw that, or were you still smoking? Uh, I can't remember exactly the timeline, but it had no bearing on me quitting smoking. Me quitting smoking was absolutely a money thing, 1,000% a money thing. Yeah. Because, you know, you look at that bank account, and it's like, I mean, you made this observation when I told you how much we were saving. You were like, that's like a PlayStation 3 a month. And this was like in, (laughs) I don't know. I don't know how Back long Back when they were, like, really expensive. Yeah, when they were the, the Back when it was gen. like, oh, shit, I could either buy a Blu-ray player or a PlayStation 3 <laughs> for the same amount. Right, yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it was definitely a money thing. Because Nikki was matching me and, and the amount that she smoked. So, I yeah. mean, it was just, like, both of us, a, like, a carton a week, I mean, between the two of us. Ooh. Yeah. So, yeah, we smoked a lot. <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably going to come back to haunt me. But, hey, look. Uh, when it does, I get to smoke again. So there is that. <laughs> I'll pay my $30 a pack. I hope I don't get cancer. But if, but I, if do, I do, I'm going to make the most of it. Absolutely. You, be- you better fucking believe it. Absolutely. <laughs> like, I have. it's weird to have this conversation with other former smokers, and we all have this same ideolo- ideology, oh my God, mm-hmm. where it is like, yeah, if we ever get like diagnosed with like a terminal illness... We are going to smoke for the rest of our life until we die. <laughs> it's just the way it's going to be. And then I get to be like, I don't know, like, get to be me again. It'd be pretty kind of sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of this cheap facsimile that you see before you right now. It is, It is because, I mean, ever since I met you, I've, I mean, seeing you without a cigarette was... Rare. A rarity. Yeah. So, yeah, it was, it was hard for me to separate that in, in my yeah. head because it was so tied into yeah. my image of you. Yeah, man. Uh, I, could, I don't smoke anymore. Um, I'm my corgi died. Like, all of my, like, all of my artifacts. <laughs> I'm like Vecna. 
<laughs> just you like, got Nikki. Not, yeah, but she's a person. <laughs> she, she can be your artifact too. I have an artifact that I've never talked about on this show. Oh, all right. Let's get, let's get into it. Now some nitty gritty. Yeah, actually, this is a, a totally unplanned segue. Um, but last episode, we were going to dedicate to the memory of my 2001 Toyota Celica. Ah, uh, yes. Because that died. Mm-hmm. Uh, and by died, I mean it got traded in and I got a new car. <laughs> Man, I was amazed that they took the trade in because like i told i told the salesperson who i don't want to say his name Mm -hmm. but you know who it was because i mentioned it to you the listeners might remember him as someone described on this show as Uh a man who could set a pringles can on the ground (laughs) dip his nuts in and touch the bottom yep Yep. (laughs) after he was in the hot tub yep could touch the bottom of pringles can with his nuts so that is who i bought this car from (laughs) uh it's a it's a it's a fashionable 20, I like your 2011 car. I like your Honda car. Accord. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. It, dude, it is a it is a huge step up from yeah. that Celica. That Celica was like... I can get in on this side. Yeah. That Celica <laughs> was like the leper of cars. Like, I mean, it was like, the you know, the door handle was off. And yeah, like, and if you get a chance to see that in real life, chance is gone. You missed out. What's that? Any listener, if you wanted to see that oh, tadpole, yeah. like Chris Edler loved Chris that. Edler got in on it when the getting was good. <laughs> Took photos and everything. But now it's like, uh, man, I get so nervous when I drive when I drive here because like there are times when I go like a longer route because I'm like, man, I did hit that deer that one time in the Celica, which was really like kind of the death that was the death blow on the Celica oh, because okay. it's like I never got that fixed because it was going to cost me like $500. And it was like, I bet I'm not even going to get that if I traded it in. And I was right. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess good call uh, living with that. But anyway, the reason uh, an artifact, I remembered an artifact. And it's because when I was cleaning out that Celica, I found the one item that has been transferred from one car to another car to another car to another car since 2000. When I was living with Brandon. Ah. And that is my copy of Super Mario Kart Super Circuit for the Game Boy Advance. <laughs> that has always, <laughs> always been in my middle console. Sweet. And it was transferred. That's what, that's what made everything final. It wasn't signing papers at the lot or anything <laughs> with Mr. Longpaws. It was, uh, who might be listening because I left a shitload of sticker, Tadbox stickers in the Celica. It's like, whoever whoever has to clean this out, <laughs> like I'm feeling them off sticking them on the... Ha <laughs> you're just saying get in your head, whoever... Oh, man. You unlucky buyer, you. Yeah, you're going to love, you're going to, you're going to hate the car. You might love the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's that uh, Mario Kart Super Circuit. That's, uh, that is an artifact. Because Melissa did find she was unpacking some boxes to make a little uh, where I have some shelving to put up some Tadpog stuff people have sent us. and Paraphernalia. Paraphernalia. She did find a frosted, clear, frosted purple Game Boy Advance. Nice. So you can fire up that, that copy of Mario Kart you got. I did think about, uh, I saw one on Facebook Marketplace, um, a, a Game Boy Advance SP, and I mm-hmm. thought about picking it up just because it was like, honestly, it was because I had just seen that cartridge. I always forget that that cartridge is there, but when I see it, like, it's always like, oh, there it is. That's like, that, <laughs> there's my constant. That's your, yeah, that's your car guard. There it is. I don't, I don't smoke anymore, but I do have that copy of Super Mario Kart <laughs> Super Circuit. Everything's going to be fine. <laughs> Yeah, it's when you lose it, that's when you get in a wreck. It's true. Well, I, I mean, 
I already get in wrecks with with it in there. So oh, well, you don't die from the wrecks. That's then. true. That is, yeah. That's yeah. like my amulet of protection, <laughs> but it's not an amulet. It's a Super Mario Kart. I mean, it could be an amulet. Just a bit. I could make it into an amulet. We can get you a nice little gold chain. You can keep it on. That would be pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah. Could it be? Could it be white gold though? I don't know that uh, I. Gold, yellow gold, really doesn't work with my skin. Mm, if it's big enough, it will. Also, I don't have enough <laughs> chest hair for yellow gold. Oh, okay. I feel like that's a whole uh, look. Got to be white gold. Yeah. Or platinum. Yeah, I can't look. Yeah, it has to be white gold or, or yeah, platinum. Platinum's good. Okay. Or like strands of like a platinum chain with a copy of Mario Kart. <laughs> or like. Long strands of elven hair bound oh, together. Okay. It's like that a works. as a an itchy necklace, I guess. Yeah, it would necklace be an itchy of necklace. Shane rat tails, just all oh yeah, all bound together. Yeah, actually, if we could get literal <laughs> rat tails, um, are you Tadpog fan with a rat tail? Are you willing to regrow it? Send send your rat tail in so we can make Dave a necklace. <laughs> no, I mean like rat tail. Oh, <laughs> like, oh like okay. Catch them, chop them off, release them into the wild. Yeah, that way you come across Bahamut, you can you can grow up. Yes, you knew yeah. where I was going uh-huh. with that. <laughs> 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 I need it for my summoner challenge. <laughs> There's something I did not know. I read. I had no clue about this. And I was reading about it on um, a Final Fantasy IV post. Because in in Final in uh, Final Fantasy Four, you can also get like there's like a rat tail and adamant ore. Right. And you go and you get the uh, the Excalibur or, or whatever that that sword is. Right. There's also an enemy that it's like a one in a hundred chance the enemy spawns in this one room War in Final Fantasy Four. <laughs> it's 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 like a pink puff or something like that. Yeah. Like they're all like normal puffs, and then around is just getting a pink puff. And one of 100 of those pink puffs will drop a pink tail. And take that pink tail and adamant ore, and you'll get adamant armor from that, an armor smith who makes the Excalibur. Is this real, or is this like... That's what I was reading, and it was a huge chain corroborating the story. Is this Photoshop 1999 internet we're talking about? <laughs> Cecil's in Final Fantasy VI? <laughs> it has to do with the cursed shield. <laughs> All right, I'll have to look into this. So, but I completely missed that. Yeah, yeah, I've never too. gotten. I've I've seen the imp summon and stuff like that. Imp mummy. Well, a friend of mine had that. I've never gotten those. I have no idea how to get those. No, I didn't even. I didn't know those existed. Yep, they're super super weak summons. But you can get them. Where do? How do you get them? No clue. I've I saw him have them. Like, but I've never. I've never IRL looked it up. on a cartridge. IRL. Saw I saw him. Yep. 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 Okay. So I, I have no proof positive it exists, but I have no idea. I how. mean, I love you, but I do not believe you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think he tricked you. That's what, I think, that's what I think happened. Rom hacked. Yeah, I think he got yeah. tricked. I think he just <laughs> named characters Imp and Mummy, and then they attacked. Oh, it's a, you see that summon? And you're like, I guess, man. <laughs> he just got to be really drunk, and he would say shit like that. Right. And he'd put a picture of tits up. Yeah. Hey, you want Rowdy right. to flash you? If you're like, right when you're running away, if you hit A, she pulls her tits out. <laughs> there you go. There you go. They fell out. It, instead of gold, it goes, oh, Roddy, the tits <laughs> fell out, and you just see them for a second. When you said got drunk, I assumed you were drunk on pornography. Yeah, as yeah. one does, yeah. yeah. Look, I get, look, I, some people outgrow that. I still get drunk on pornography. Yep. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, I was thinking about my teacher. I have, I've, there's been no untimely deaths of any of my teachers, but I know, like, Miss Linda, my kindergarten teacher, she was, she was fairly young whenever I had her, so she's, she's probably alive. Com- pretty confident she's alive. My first grade teacher, Miss McNabb, she's got to be dead. Got to be. She named after the local school? It's, uh, maybe. <laughs> she's That's definitely how old she dead was. Then. Yeah. Like, she's definitely, like, she, I remember her being like, 
me thinking like, wow, that woman is old when I was young. She was tiny and old. Yeah. And, and she, she's no way. Like frail old. Frail old. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then Miss Miss Prater, who was the one I thought about, my second grade teacher. Um, I remember her being very old back then, like kind of the mean old teacher. Def- like, definitely dead. I don't remember her focusing on me at all, but I remember her being like a mean old teacher. Definitely oh, yeah, dead. She's totally dead. Yeah. Totally dead. Uh, Miss Luker, one of my favorite teachers ever, third grade teacher, totally alive. I graduated with her son, so if she died, I would fucking know about it, and I hope she lives forever. Um, no, that was my... No, third grade teacher was Miss Hamlin, who was the worst teacher I've ever had. I still have awful flashbacks to this woman and how she would specifically pick on me for shit. Really? Like, parents coming to the... Like, I'd always been, like, a model student until I had her, and then my parents were up there talking to her, the principal. Like, the principal even, like, let me go. She thought, like, the teacher was being unreasonable. Like, for some reason, the teacher and I just did not click. Uh, fourth grade... Miss Hamlin, yes, I know. I've seen her recently. She's sadly still alive. <laughs> her daughter, wonderful person. Fucking yeah. hate her. Uh, Miss Luker, totally, totally alive. Very happy. Fifth grade teacher, Miss Jennings. That's a toss up. I don't know. I feel like I need to look into that one because I don't know if she is or not. I'm amazed you remember all your teachers' oh, names. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Seriously. Mm-hmm. I can't name that many. So I remember at one point hearing that she had cancer, but I never heard that she died. So I don't know. Could go either, could go either way. Miss Bradley was the one that I had a crush on. Yeah? Yeah, third grade. Yeah. Miss mm. Bradley, good-looking teacher. Hope she's not dead. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Miss Thompson was my homeroom sixth-grade teacher. Uh, she's, probably, she's pretty young. She's probably still alive. Um, who was my seventh-grade teacher? Miss Leonard, also awful, <laughs> terrible person. <laughs> Welcome to Tyler and Dave rate Tyler's teachers. Rate my teachers. My seventh-grade teacher was super Church of Christ, super elitist Church of Christ, Disowned her son for marrying a Baptist woman. Wow. <laughs> yeah, she's a she's a real piece of work. What was her name? Miss Leonard. If you were to give Miss Leonard a beard that sums up how you feel about her, what kind of beard would you give her? Uh, Osama bin Laden's beard. <laughs> <laughs> Osama, Osama bin Leonard. Is what, what like she call. grows one like it or she takes it from a corpse? She would take it from a yeah, corpse. Yeah, okay, perfect. And be like, oh, it's not a Church of Christ beard, yeah. never mind. <laughs> Where do I get where do I get that sweet sweet Osama yeah. Church of Christ beard? <laughs> Cuz man, I remember that was that was the point of argument. I think I don't know if I've talked about this like the division in my high school cuz everybody was white, the division was all based Are on Are you a family feud guy or a wheel of fortune wheel guy? Wheel of fortune guy. <laughs> That's the divide. <laughs> Good segue. I should probably end there and go with that segue. Nah, that's okay. You don't have to you don't have to keep no, on it, keep it on. was all by religious denomination. Oh, I see. So it was just like the Baptist kids and the Church of Christ kids. And yeah, there, was, weird there was arguments, you know, over like physical screaming arguments, whether you get to be baptized to go to heaven or not. Did you guys have your own like gang signs? Shark jets. Yeah. <laughs> Shark jets. Sharks and jets. I was thinking more like, I don't know, the ridiculous ones you were showing me on YouTube last week. Oh, the oh God, the crypt. stacking. Yeah. yeah. Because I remember in middle school, that was like everybody... Oh, dude. Middle school, even looking back on it now, and like, RC AJ in in middle school, in eighth grade, and then Brandy Jr. Um, being a junior now, and then her looking back on Brandy how Jr. she Jr. was. And it's just like, man, middle school was just like, just a weird fucking time. Middle school is the worst. It is. Because I look back on it, I remember like, that was like, where you had to conform every month, like, at least in my age... You had to have 
Nike everything. You had to wear your socks a certain way. You had to have a certain set of sandals. You had to wear these certain shirts and these certain jeans. Yeah, if you wanted to be in that circle. Yeah, or or anything. It's just like, I remember like everybody, it was just like, this was the only thing. This was the only thing you had to do. Well, you're remembering the people circle. like in your circle. I remember Jinkos were bigger in middle school. Jinkos and chain wallets were like, if there's another side, that was the other side. Jinkos and chain wallets. <laughs> Yeah, that was in high school for me. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're three you're three years older than me, so that makes sense. So, yeah, that was like freshman year. Jinkos. Yeah. Oh, man. I never owned any. I, nor did I, <laughs> nor would I have ever been able to. There's no way in hell my parents would have bought me a pair of Jinkos. Ever. I begged and begged and begged for years that they finally bought me some FUBU, and they shouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> I was so excited, I immediately put it on and wore it out of the store. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It was like they only had one. It was like a red and blue FUBU jersey that was even damaged. And I was like, this last one, don't care. Got to have it. Got to put it on. Walk out of the store with it. <laughs> so excited to have my FUBU. Went to war to school. Immediately got made fun of. I was not <laughs> I was not one of those kids who could wear FUBU. There were a few who could, who could pull it off. But I had my FUBU jersey and my big, puffy, yellow and blue FUBU jacket that subsequently, like, right after I got it, my dad got white paint all over the back of it. So, <laughs> I remember that was one that was a Christmas present. I remember walking out, because I had the treasure hoard from Santa, and that being the primary pizza in the middle was the giant, puffy FUBU jacket. Nice. Yeah. And you curled up in it like a big old red dragon snuggling down <laughs> yep. on some treasure coins. I think I even had some very long FUBU shorts as well to complete that outfit. Did you actually mutter... I'm going to get so much pussy in this. Oh, I'm going to be drowning in that <laughs> pussy. Oh, man. See where I've got my... this These shorts come up to just above my ankles? Yeah. That's how high the pussy's going to be when I'm trying <laughs> to wade through it. I didn't care about that stuff in high school. I definitely did in middle school. Yep. Same here. Uh, but in high school, it was like, I'm in the band, so it's like uh, everyone else can fuck off. Because that was pretty much our school, where it's like half of the school's in band and the other half isn't uh, in band, You had band so. and not band. We had Church of Christ and not Church of Christ. Yeah. Yeah, we also had a much diverse uh, student body, <laughs> too. Did. So we had a lot of layers uh-huh. <laughs> going on at my school. No, everybody was pretty much the same, so we had to find really petty differences <laughs> to bitch about. Uh, the more I think about it, that's really the truth. Everybody no, it is. was pretty much the same milk toast. I didn't I didn't realize you thought you were making a joke. Kid. I was for a second. I was like, man, but yeah, no, that's absolutely what it was. I think I wore that complete foo outfit one time and just like this just chunky white kid with a Conan O'Brien style <laughs> like Damn. swooshing his hair like hey man, I'm, nope. I'm a fan well, of that look. Yeah. I am. I like that look. Not so much the Fubu. The Conan O'Brien hair swoosh. Yeah, Yeah, man. That's some good shit right there. Uh, But about halfway through my freshman year of high school, that's when it's just like, oh, fuck this. No one's really like, I remember it was just like everybody drilled you down in middle school every day to make sure you were wearing, are you wearing the middle school uniform? You better fucking be. (sighs) You're middle school. All right, tube socks pulled up halfway through your shin with like so many folds in them. You better fucking have that. Did all right, if you're not wearing them, do you have your Nike sandals on? Did you take a toothbrush out yeah. and polish the, with bleach that white swoosh was perfectly white? You better fucking have done that. Michael, Michael Jordan, like a Nike shirt? All right, you can have jean, jean shorts. We're not too particular if they just can't come from Walmart. Or Jinkos and Chain Wallet. What was the, I mean, if you didn't do these things, what was the penalty? Ridicule. Yeah. yeah. See, in my middle school, you just like. Oh, Tommy, I'm sorry, Tommy Hilfiger shorts and jeans. That was the kind of shorts and jeans. That if you was didn't the have Jinkos or Tommy Hilfiger. Yep. 
In my middle school, you... The Carpenter one. So you have the Tommy Hilfiger on the Carpenter loop. Oh, yeah, of course. You got to get that Carpenter loop game mm-hmm. yeah, on yeah, point, for, man. These are for my hammers. Yeah, yeah. My my seventh grade hammers. Yeah, yeah. You <laughs> never know when you're going to have to like... You never know when Jimmy Carter's going to call you up. Got to build a house. <laughs> what are you, pretty badass? You got to beat guys with a hammer? I'm going to build a house with Jimmy Carter. Yeah, I'm going to build a house. What are you going to do? Make fun of my clothes? In my middle school, they just... Someone would just push you down and it would be over. I remember my one of my cousins, all he wanted was a pair of Tommy Hilfiger carpenter jeans. So that's what my parents bought for, bought him for Christmas when we had our family Christmas. Yeah. As soon as he put them on, he made fun of me for not having on Tommy Hilfiger oh, jeans. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, like he the, turned into the mask. <laughs> <laughs> like the second he put them on. Somebody and, give me a hammer. <laughs> <laughs> Are those Levi's? <laughs> well, I mean, look, tr- you know, the whole point of buying those clothes is to make fun of people who aren't wearing those clothes. So. Yep. Yep. You get away with it if you were a skater kid. Yeah. Skater shirts. kid with Jinkos, chain wallet, the shirts that had like the flame or the drop of water on them. Yeah. Yeah. You, get away, you can get away with the skater clothes. The point of the moral of the story is. Don't get made fun of. Go to shirts.tadpog.com and buy a Tadpog shirt today. Acceptable for all middle schoolers. <laughs> acceptable for middle schoolers. Acceptable. Hey, do you like having sex but don't like taking your shirt off? Boy, I know I do. <laughs> Why don't you wear your Tadpog shirt? Do you like swimming but don't want to take your shirt off in front of people? We got a good shirt for we got that. A, yeah, we got a shirt for that. <laughs> it's our motto. Uh, let's see. Shirts for people. Shirts for people of any (laughs) middle school size. Trying to think of my eighth grade teacher. Who was my eighth grade homeroom teacher? I don't know. Man, I don't remember. That one I kind of don't remember. And I'm pretty sure all my high school teachers are still alive. Yeah, the ones that I know, like, I've got another one who's dead for sure, and that's because I, uh, I design ads for a local auctioneer, and I was designing an ad, and I was like, oh, I recognize that last name. And it's like most of these auctions are like, they'll say like the living estate of or, mm-hmm. you know, something like that. And it's like, uh, did he die? And I looked it up. Yeah, absolutely. He yeah. died. And then I thought about buying his car just because I thought it would be funny <laughs> <laughs> to buy his car at the auction. <laughs> and then when people are like, why'd you buy that car? It was my pre-calculus teachers. And he's dead. <laughs> he's dead. And I got that sucker's car. It's not, it's not weird at all, is it? He probably taught me calculus and made payments on this bad boy. And that was mine. <laughs> boy, I can assure you, he did not teach me calculus. <laughs> He attempted to Boy, do Boy, he did try. I got a <laughs> I got a D in that class, and that was with Count it. <laughs> that was with cheating. Liberal cheating. Yep. Oh, I fucking hate calculus. I'm with you. He used to call everyone bird. That was his thing. <laughs> yeah. He had a he had a like he had a white man fro. <laughs> called everyone bird. Like his clothes in the like he was probably really excited when like that. Do you remember in the nineties for that like Little window where like seventies clothes kind of came back a little bit. Like that was Everybody that must have been bell bottoms and shit. Yeah, yeah that yeah. was his year because he was like, it's back. Essentially, I had disco stew as a pre calculus <laughs> teacher. Just gonna wait till that bird comes around again. That's right, hey, my man. Oh man, I want a Dave's of Future Past style poster with all my teachers. Man, I thought you said Dave's of Future Past. Dave's of Future Past. I, I would like to see a cable style like Dave. <laughs> Dave yeah. in the. On <laughs> all the alternative futures. Yeah, instead of like the... T- Evil Dave comes back as Strife. That'd be pretty good. That's good. Instead of the techno virus, I'm just like, cigarettes are growing out of my right arm. 
And it's like if I don't like will my if I don't will the disease away and just slowly got to put nicotine patches on it to keep it shrunk back down. <laughs> that is true. My eye constantly glows. I have to use my Mako Energy to keep my cigarette <laughs> yeah, arm right. in. <laughs> they have, they glow with a dingy brown. <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, you know, we haven't said at all what we're doing on this show. Yeah. Um, aside from <laughs> listing teachers uh, who are dead <laughs> or not dead. Tap on two old guys, play old games. Uh, after we talk about teachers and cigarettes, we, of course, talk about our uh, county god, the randomizer. Oh, hell, the randomizer. Who told us games that we play. We walk into the darkness and we shout for answers, and it whispers back to us depravity. Yeah, 100% depravity all the time. So today, like randomizer, what shall we play to appease the masses? And it put on an oversized suit and started and playing a fiddle. Tie, <laughs> and it was like Family Feud. <laughs> <laughs> Man, the randomizer sounded kind of like Goofy there for me. <laughs> Family. Well, it just was just Mickey Mouse, so it's yeah, still transition. It's, it's still mid transition from Goofy to Steve Harvey, and that's what that's what the randomizer sounds like in transition. All right, we are talking about Family Feud for the <laughs> SNES. I wanted to go ahead and say that so we can go ahead and have the argument: who is the best Family Feud host in the history of Family Feud? And why is it Steve Harvey? I, I love Steve Harvey as I the know. host of Family Feud, and people do not like him. And I know I get it that he's like, I hear all these stories where like he's kind of a dick, but it's like he's fucking Steve so it, Harvey. So is Ellen, <laughs> but come on. I mean, they might be a dick, but they're talented and they're good entertainers. He is way more entertaining on Family Feud. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, I love I love Richard Dawson. Like, I loved him on Family Feud. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ray Combs, I thought was great on Family. Ray Combs was who I came into the Family Feud game on. I knew no other host but Ray Combs for a very long time, and I, he's great. I mean, I thought he was great. And mm-hmm. then it's like I dip, I kind of dipped out on the Louis Anderson era because it's mm-hmm. like I just wasn't watching a lot of daytime TV yeah. in like 1999 or whenever he was on, right? Uh, and then Jay Peterman was on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, did not like him as a Family Feud host yeah, at either. all. He was I too. It's sort of the the whole show has a country vibe to it. Yes. He is too well spoken. Absolutely. To be the host. And, yeah, and uh, it's not just the country vibe, I think. I think it's also like I was I dude when three o'clock rolled around this morning and I was still watching Family Feud, I was like, <laughs> boy, I should go to bed. Uh, but I have some <laughs> observations about Family Feud that I need to I nice. need to keep they need to keep digging in on this Family yeah. Feud. Here's the beauty of Family Feud. I never really thought about it when I was a kid, you know, watching mm-hmm. it. But the beauty of Family Feud is name an okay, name another game show where it's like the host doesn't know the answers to the questions and a lot of the entertainment is from the reaction of the host like seeing the answer. That's a very good question. Because it's like, I feel like when they were putting Family Feud together, they were like, all right, we're going to have families, and they're going to be super boring, so we need, like, over-the-top people to, Pat like... Pat and Vanna know. They've got to know the answer to, that, to the, the puzzle, right? Say that again? I'm sorry. Pat, Sajak, Vanna White, they have to know the solution to the puzzle. I would Do think they? so, yeah. I mean, they don't, is it all just new to them? They don't want to fuck with it. Like, you tell me, motherfucker, spin that fucking wheel. I don't have, I don't have to know this. <laughs> well, they have a card, right? Doesn't Sajak, like, didn't he always have... I, I felt like he Oh, because right, he does have to say, yeah. Well, no, I feel like the things... Whoever's behind the panel on Wheel of Fortune, they have to know because the tiles light up and he'll go, all right, Three. Yeah, but does when, he say it before or after? But w- let me ask you this: Have you ever heard Pat Sajak been like? Ha- have you ever heard Pat Sajak go judges? You know, mm. like, like that is a Family Feud thing. Yeah. Like that is straight up where like the host is just like, I don't know, man. 
like they might as well just be the first day on the job. I, Hi, I'm Dave. I'm running Family Feud. I got some families here. All right, shake hands, buzzer. Okay, what's your ridiculous answer? Mm, yep. Okay. <laughs> That's what That's I like about point. Family Feud. Good point. And it's like the host is so important on Family Feud. And Steve Harvey, like you could not like him, but like I feel like Family Feud is bigger than it ever has been before, and that is one hundred percent thanks to Steve Harvey. Man, it's hard. I think Family Feud is probably like definitely still popular because of Steve Harley. Harley, Steve Harley. <laughs> Remember Wild that's Hogs? The, that's the Harley Quinn version. Where it's Steve Harvey dressed as a Harley. <laughs> Do you guys remember when Steve Harvey transformed into a motorcycle? And then they called him Steve Harley <laughs> for like, like a week. He's like Turbo Teen Elite, Steve Harley. <laughs> Do you remember when Steve Harvey was like a, uh, like a fat white guy on an island and they called him Steve Harley? <laughs> <laughs> he's the chosen one. <laughs> I'm a Steve Harvey guy. He's, a, he's top tier mm-hmm. for me. Top yep. tier for me. And then it's like, then it's Richard, then it's Richard Dawson. Then it's Ray Combs. Mm. Then it's Louis Anderson. And then it's Jay Peterman. Who I think what about Al Borland? Oh, I forgot about him because uh, Richard Carn. I don't honestly think I've ever seen any Family Feud with Richard, hosted by Richard Carn. So I'm gonna have to uh, abstain. Okay. Was he good? I will abstain from Richard Carn. Yeah. Was he good? I remember him being okay. I can't just, imagine him being it just, great. It just felt it felt very strange seeing him in that role. Like he's a little, he's too much of a straight man, and I feel like that is sort of the problem with the host. Like you have to be. I get. I think it's not a, the Family Feud host has to be able to deliver some jokes and take some humor. The straight man component is important because the guest will make it stupid. Yeah, the people. On yeah, it. absolutely. So you have to be a straight man to their stupidity, and you got to be able to give them shit too. Yeah. Like, man, now I kind of wish I had seen some of the Al Borland Family Feud. I don't like, remember him. Being I can't imagine him giving him anyone shit. Where it's like, if yeah. someone said naked grandma, like, <laughs> was, was he like, what? Or was he like, I don't know, just show it. Show me the board. Naked, all right. Naked grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> that was more Jay Peterman. Yeah, for real. But S- Steve Harvey's great because he's like, I get it. Like, people make the joke where it's like, he makes silly faces. Like, that's his punchline most of the time. But it's fucking funny. Yep. It never gets yep. old for me. Like, even when... How he's outraged. Somebody needs Jesus. Yeah. I love it. I fucking love it. Like, it is. Like, he makes that show... He does. ...way more entertaining than it ever has been. Rich, Richard Dawson, because he, he was good at throwing, like, legitimate shade onto people for stupid answers. Yeah, no, that is Remember true. that being his strength. He was the straight man, but also a good, like... He was good at condescending to people in any lawful show neutral. I saw him in. Definitely lawful neutral. Yeah. Because like I do feel like he was like the St. Cuthbert of Family <laughs> Feud. Even in Match Game, he was like that. Yes. Just like looking over at like whoever was to his left, like what the, what the fuck swarmy. Is the answer is that? Right? Yeah. Smarmy? Smarmy. Smarmy. Swarmy. You remember that swarmy. swarm? Swarmy is the Bioshock power where you summon bees. <laughs> you, remember when, you remember when the studio was overrun by a swarm of Richard Dawson's? <laughs> it wasn't a dry lip in the house. <laughs> oh man but i did i really did like because what what happened uh you said is roy combs or ray combs ray combs ray combs uh he he hanged himself oh that's what I've, i thought that that was what happened he hanged himself i don't know a lot of the details but i do know that he hanged himself uh i know he like had like six kids so that was like a real bummer to read um and i don't know why i haven't really looked into the why like whenever you see that, you my mind immediately goes to autoerotic asphyxiation. <laughs> like I mean, every time, yep. uh, it's like, well, 
I shouldn't say every time. Every time someone in Hollywood. Did you David Carradine? I don't know. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Because I remember in Did my he lose mind, his lemon? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Thank you, Six Feet Under. Because uh-huh. I just remember like hearing about that happening to him. I don't know how long these events were in space, but they are tied to be consecutive events in my mind of Ray Combs' suicide and the girl who played Lois Lane going insane. Which Lois Lane? The Dory one, Hatcher? Nope, from the movies. Oh, oh, God, what was her name? Oh, man. Like that she just fucking lost her mind, was found like shitting and babbling under a table. Like I remember a big thing about that. And in my in my childhood brain, those are like those are forever consecutive late. events. Yeah. Somebody the that actress must have loved Family Feud, heard Ray Combs killed himself, and went irrevocably insane. Margot Kidder. Margot Kidder. Man, that's yeah, yeah. rough. It's been a long time since I've been quizzed on Superman trivia. Mm-hmm. That is like a thing that is just kind of like that whiteboard has been like it hasn't been erased, <laughs> but you know when you leave something on a whiteboard for like nine years, mm-hmm. and then the marker just kind of like starts to peel off Flake of the board off. a little bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's kind of where I am with Superman. First Superman movie I ever saw, four, and I thought it was amazing. I've never seen it. Is that the one with um, like the anti Superman or whatever Nuclear Man? Is, is Richard Pryor in that one, or is that three? I think that I don't know. It's probably three. I've seen one. I've only seen Superman one. And then it's like since then it was like, I guess, the return of Superman and then the Man of Steel. So like I missed like three Mm. Superman movies. And there probably shouldn't be any more. Do you really feel that way? I don't like Superman. I don't. I think Superman's hard to write. He's very hard to write. He's too powerful. He is too powerful. And they don't do the Dragon Ball Z thing where it's like. No one steps up to his level to give him a good fight except Doomsday. And even then, like bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. So, uh, Raymond Neal Combs Jr. was born on 1956, this is according to Wikipedia, uh, and died on June 2nd, 1996. He was 40 years old. Mm. Cause of death, suicide by hanging. Education, this will lighten things up, Garfield High School. (laughs) 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 There's a joke in there about Mondays. I'm not going to make it, but there's a joke in there about Mondays. Uh, Yeah, dude, he had six kids. That fucking sucks. Ugh, man. He committed suicide by hanging himself at the Glendale Adventist Medical Center. So probably not autoerotic yeah. asphyxiation. Yeah. Doesn't sound like it. No good porn in the hospital. I mean, there probably is. Yeah, there's probably porn, but probably not good porn. You're right. <laughs> Maybe so, that's why he, hung him, he hanged himself. I don't know, man. But it is a bummer because, like, I thought he was a good host. Yeah. And it's like. Maybe he's the host in the Super Nintendo game. Kind it's, of. It's his image. Isn't kind it? of. It is a, um, according to the Wikipedia article, uh, which I guess we could get to, uh, he is the, the host in the Super Nintendo game is Ray Combs inspired because this okay. game came out uh, in between Family Feuds. Like, I don't think Family Feud was running when this game came out because after, I think after Combs left the show, I think Richard Dawson did one season after him. I remember large, old Richard Dawson. Yeah. And then I think after that, there was a gap until Louis Anderson. I, okay. I, could, I could be wrong. Let's get into it. Let's just, we want to spin this up. Look, okay. All right. the game is Family Feud. Yep. The Super Nintendo game is Family Feud. Yep. Like, it is straight up like. Melissa and I played it for a while last night while we watched you play it for a while. And that was fun. Playing it um, online 
playing a Super Nintendo game online with viewers on Twitch <laughs> was a shitload of fun. And I actually owe uh, Choctopus a shout out for that because he sent me a, uh, a DM maybe like a month ago. I was like, dude, have you heard of Parsec? And I was like, no. And essentially, oh yeah, that's what the Millennium Falcon run stuff. You're, in. Yeah, uh, you're close. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're really close. Uh, it can do the it can do the Kessel Run in under twelve parsecs. Yeah, there you go. So there we go. Yeah. Uh, and it's the Millennium Falcon, not the Millennial Falcon. The oh, Millennial Falcon right. is uh, the 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 boy who rides a skateboard downtown. <laughs> oh man, the Millennial! <laughs> oh my God, Millennial Falcon! <laughs> <laughs> we, you know, we call him that because he goes off that vertical, man. He goes off that vertical, and he was born in 1999. Look at him go. <laughs> he flies away. <laughs> look at that. Look at that boy who who didn't live an analog childhood. We call him the Millennial Falcon. Uh, I don't can't remember where I was going with that. I got all like I got. I love this character though. <laughs> Family. Fe- oh, Parsec. Parsec's mm-hmm. an app essentially that you can install to like make any game that has co-op, couch co-op playable online sweet so it works with emulators and uh, that's what we did last night that was a really fun stream because i got to play with i got to play with a bunch of people not gonna name names because i am going to forget it because i might have been baja blasted (laughs) (laughs) but the snes game is essentially it's family feud Mm -hmm. i mean even dig dougie in chat was like not gonna be a lot like game talk on this one is there probably not i mean there it has its it had its issues but as you would expect a Super Nintendo game to have. What are, what are the issues you have? I mean, of it? course, you have to... I mean, it's a it's a Super Nintendo game. You have to type in or move the cursor over to put in your answers. Because you don't have a keyboard. Yep, in and in a short time frame. And you can, you know, if you spell things wrong, if you don't put the right spaces. Like, there are some weird recognition. Yeah, this game has very, very weird so uh, remember, text input recognition. Because yeah, you had... It was your... Your uh, your board over name child like childhood cereals yeah so it was like basically cereals from the seventies pretty much and what is it you would you'd gotten most of them yeah ran out ran out of your chances three strikes and then went to what I think it was Paul Corn Paul Corn had the ability to steal it was Willie I was playing oh, I was playing Willie. Willie at the time okay and what happened was he input soggy trail mix. There's a clip, like, it is honestly probably one of my favorite clips in the stream. Because, like, <laughs> he put, he inputs soggy trail mix. I'm laughing because it's like, oh, man, that is, that is funny. And then uh, one of the few sound clips in the game is someone saying, good answer. And I was, like, clapping, good answer. Ding. <laughs> Tricks. What the fuck? <laughs> and, like, the look on my face is like. Oh, did this really happen? <laughs> yeah, it did because it recognized soggy trail mix. The T in trail mix in the, the T I, and the X. I guess the uh, the I X and in, in mix the T R in trail the I X and mix. And with the game was just like tricks. <laughs> <laughs> Show me soggy trail mix. It got all the letters that's in there. Tricks. Ding. <laughs> but see, it doesn't always work. So it, it's it's kind of weird uh, because it's like you can find like. I don't have you seen the the tool assisted videos? Uh-huh. Uh, oh, dude, the tool assisted runs of this game are hilarious because that's all that they are are these absolutely ridiculous answers, and then when you remove letters from it, they all like they all work, and it's really entertaining because it's tool assisted, so it's inputting the answers like very 
very mm-hmm. fast. It's not like when you're doing it or when I'm doing it, I should say, and I'm like, all right, which way? What comes first, G or H? Okay, all right. Yeah. <laughs> and, but I did feel like, for the most part, like we got a lot of questions that were still like, all right, this game's pretty old now, but these questions are still like, they're not awful. It's not like, they're they, not too dated for the time period. You're right. They weren't super dated, but there were things where you definitely had to keep, like, the time that this game was made. Like the serial question. Yeah. The serial question, and like one of the questions I got was name something that um, a woman might lose in her purse. And it's like, present day Dave is like, phone. But it's like, nope, that ain't <laughs> that is not going to be on there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, what was one of my questions? Were, um, what do people, what's an activity people complain about having sore feet from? Right. We got that one too. I remember the answer to that being like, I would have never said any of these. <laughs> yeah, totally. No, I think the answers in this are like really weird. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm really curious who, where the answers came from. Like, did they just come from like the developers or did they like, did it come they from the sh- poll or from the show? From the show? Like, are they That's just. That's where I would. I would think they would just they pull would just them pull from, from the, the show. show. But then I think that, and it's like, that's kind of shitty because if the people who the buy show, this game probably watch the show. Yeah. And they know the answers, which isn't going to be fun for them unless they're they're wrecking player two yeah. who doesn't watch the show. Because <laughs> what was it? Because it was always it was like a very when I played it was a very enthusiastic Irish family versus a despondent Asian family. <laughs> okay, so like we only had the same families when we were playing, but we kept continuing. We mm-hmm. didn't start a new game. I think I was also playing as the the Irish family. I assume it yeah, was I guess just all. Player one is the Irish family. Player two is the Asian family. Okay. Are there other families, or is that it? I think that's it. Okay. And the animation for the clapping's a little little odd looking. Yeah, it's stupid because it's like <laughs> it's the same. It's like the the players are all standing there the same as they were, and they just overlay animated <laughs> arms clapping. And they just put them right on top and of the, them. The Irish gentleman. Uh, on on the Irish team, very much I was like, oh, that is a that's Drew Roland, absolutely <laughs> the guy second from the left. Yep, <laughs> it's like a murderous Drew Roland, murderous super ginger Drew Roland. Yeah, super ginger. Yeah, that dude had like, man, that is a scary looking dude. And Drew is not a <laughs> Drew is like a a warm dude. Mm-hmm. You know, this guy Pretty was it's like, more than happiness. This guy was darkest timeline. Drew darkest Roland. timeline Drew. There you go. That's it. <laughs> he already has a beard. the one where Bailey is murdered years ago. <laughs> Yeah, Darkest Time on Roland is in this game. But I just remember, like, because they were always clapping, and I was beating the Asian family who just looked just so angry and despondent, just the old Asian man just staring at the screen. Okay, so that guy, the the uh, patriarch of that family, mm-hmm. maybe there are different families, because the guy who I was playing against, the dad... 100% looked like the dad from Elf. Like, 100% looked like... Oh, okay, like, yeah. Like, at any moment, I... Bald, had black framed glasses. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Kind of, like, slumped over a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Why didn't they just do that? Why didn't they just take, like, sitcom families and, like, <sighs> do some kind of, like, approximation? There are Roseanne hack in this game oh. where you can play as the Connors. Dude. Fuck. There needs to be a 2K19. <laughs> they need to update this game every year. <laughs> I want this game with Steve Harvey yeah. in it. Like yeah. real, real bad. Yep. Like real bad. Because <laughs> it was, and I wouldn't mind. This is a game like, this is a good game for your family to play when they're like, feuding. When they're feuding, <laughs> there you go. I want to go out tonight. Grab, grab your sticks, bro. We're yeah. gonna, we're gonna feud up right if you want the car. Can't decide what to eat for dinner. 
Why don't you play a quick, fast money round? <laughs> Why don't you play a bullseye round or two? Yeah. Can we talk about the bullseye round? I lost a lot of those. What the fuck is a bullseye round? That I guess you have to be the number one answer. You or do. Otherwise, you don't. I think you do, but it's like I don't remember it being from the show. It is. I feel like I vaguely remember it, but I think it was added in the Ray Combs era. But it's like I don't like it at all. Like to me, like I don't know, man. Like. It's the board. The board is where the tension is. Exactly. Yep. And like the interactions with the family. That's another beautiful thing. You can thing. turn off the bullseye round. I did eventually. Yeah, and the options, which is really yep. nice. You can turn off some of the music too, but I don't know why you would do it, yeah. I guess, if you just don't like MIDI fiddle. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't love MIDI fiddles, I though? I don't, love, I don't love middles. <laughs> you love tops or bottoms? Tops or no bottoms, middles. no middles. <laughs> <laughs> if you're middle, get the fuck out. <laughs> don't have time for you. Um. Hey, do you hear that? <laughs> yeah, what is that, Dave? Uh, <laughs> it is the sound of a very disjointed episode of Tadpog Podcast. Uh-huh. Uh, well, we got a real, we got a fun loop here. We're we're kind of parsing through a fun loop. I fun like to loop. call it that. Uh, we like to call it the the Fubu the Fubu Parable. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, of course, I hear that, which ushers in a segment that we like to call Dave reads from Wikipedia. I feel like this is important because we can use this to get through a lot of game information and then go back to actually mm. talk about Family Feud. Yeah, okay. Uh, believe it or not, there are a lot of Family Feud games. Like, a lot uh. of Family Feud games. Uh, dating back to the Apple II uh, and the Commodore 64 in 1987. Uh, specifically, we are talking about the SNES game, which was developed by Imagineering and published by Game Tech. Uh, it came out around the same time uh, as the NES game and the Genesis game and the 3DO version. That is the version I really want to play is the 3DO, 3DO Family, Family Feud. Feud. I yeah. want to know, like, what are, how, are they, <laughs> how are they utilizing all those bits? That's what I want to know. Uh, the SNES version followed, uh, followed the NES version and used the Combs set Mm-hmm. Uh, with the SNES and Genesis version using a host resembling Combs and the 3DO and PC versions featuring a host resembling Dawson, uh, as he had returned to the series by this point. Uh, the later version Assuming a lot more pixels than old Richard Dawson. Yeah, so many more pixels than the original I remember, I remember seeing, seeing Richard Dawson come back and being like, oh, he did not think he was going to be on TV again. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> he Val Kilmer'd real bad. He Val Kilmer'd. He lo- he was like a cross between Val Kilmer and um, Colonel Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I want a dating sim with Richard Dawson. We got our dating sim with Colonel Sanders. I want one with oh, Richard Dawson yep. as a playable character, and your romance in Colonel Sanders. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the later versions of Family Feud also added options to where a player could play a game without facing an opponent and whether or not they wanted to play the bullseye round, like you mentioned, mm-hmm. uh, which had been added to the show in 1992 and was a horrible, horrible mistake. Mm-hmm. Bullseye round sucks, dude. It sucks. Uh, not a fan. Uh, the bullseye round was played as it was during the last two seasons of the Combs feud where a $5,000 starting bank was used and up to $15,000 could be added depending on how many questions a team answered correctly. And that's pretty much, that's, mm-hmm. the bullseye round is pretty much the big, like, that's what makes the SNES version special. Yep. And I, but I mean, they have it in the Genesis NES and 3DO too. So, <laughs> I mean, I guess it really doesn't, is my point. 
Although, just talking about Richard Dawson, I have to talk about the first time like I saw him, seeing him host, and being like creeped out. As like, why does he kiss everyone? Why does he kiss every woman, girl, old woman? If you are, if you have a vagina on that show, you are getting kissed by Richard Dawson. I know the answer. Every pass, every pass. Yeah, yeah. What's the answer? Uh, he's a horseman of the apocalypse. Oh, okay. He's pestilence. Oh, he's just spread. You're right. Who? Who would think about that? I mean, let's. I mean, yeah. look. Yep. <laughs> Who, okay, okay. People so, think it was a stewardess who spread AIDS in the, <laughs> in the 70s. No, 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 no. It was Richard Dawson. Yeah, someone fucked Richard Dawson. He was the only person who could give it by kiss. Patient, so. patient zero. <laughs> yeah. All right, so look, I know this probably isn't going to go over well, but if we were to cast all the Family Feud hosts as Riders of the Apocalypse, mm, Ray mm. Combs would be death. Yup. Yup. I mean... No, it's true. I'm yeah, just... Yeah. I, he has to be. He has mm-hmm. to be death. Uh, Dawson definitely has to be pestilence. Yep. He's Louis Anderson famine. Because he himself is a large man, but is it because he eats everything and leaves famine in his wake? Man, I hate, I really hate the dog of Louis Anderson, but yes, he's famine. (laughs) 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 Oh, and who is war? Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey? Steve Harvey is war. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. And then, uh, the rest are just fallen angels. Okay. I've always said Richard Karn was a fallen angel. He fought the most. Yeah, he fought the most, but he did fall. Yep. Yeah, he did fall. Tim the Tool Man Taylor knocked him out of heaven. <laughs> yeah, and I looked up on a pale horse. I saw Steve Harvey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. That pretty so much actually, does it. One of, my favorite, one of my favorite things to watch on YouTube are Family Feud bloopers. Not pimple popping? Or best of, or pimple popping. I mean, Dr. Pimple Poppers, all right. Do you watch that? Dr. Pimple Poppers, all right. Ooh, it's, I man, don't, it's I don't rough. seek it out, but yeah. if it's on, I won't turn it off. I get enough Play-Doh Silly Factory when I was a kid. I don't <laughs> need it. I don't need it as an adult. They're always like, I don't know, man, pulling like string and shit out of people's bodies. It's like, no thanks. I remember being like going out to eat after church. Yeah. And somebody that I was eating with from church said, hey, Tyler, man, I, I've got this awful zit on my chin. And he had picked up a pack of butter. Oh, yeah. And he had his knife. He's like, oh, i got to pick this, got to pick this. And when he hit that butter, he squeezed it so all the butter came out like it was pus. Right. I was grossed out and thoroughly entertained. And I remember that little tidbit of knowledge until uh, years later, I was out with my high school girlfriend's family eating. And I said, talk to her little brother, hey, I've got this pimple. Put the butter packet up, uh, popped it. He immediately got sick and refused to <laughs> eat dinner. <laughs> like, my God, sick, did he throw up? Um, like He was pale and nauseous and would not eat. <laughs> <laughs> did you notice Louis Anderson in that restaurant? <laughs> <laughs> That's how famine works, right? That's how, yeah. It's all like butter-based, right? <laughs> like single-serving butter Richard pack. and I teamed up for that one. <laughs> mm. Well... I mean, listen, I mean, we won most of the time, uh, even in the the showdown and everything. It was was it wasn't too hard. But I do remember I put in, I got the answer one answer wrong. I think it was like what what did the colors red and white remind you of? And I didn't get that one. What did you say? Uh, the first thing I said was the American flag. Okay. I uh, tried to say the Japanese flag, and nope. I said um, candy. And then got for thinking like or it a was peppermint, a strike. A peppermint. Was a strike. Okay. So I said candy. Barber strike. Pole. Barber pole was the 
number five answer out of five. Shoo. So I didn't, th- I didn't think of that one. Santa Claus. San- nope, no Santa Claus. No. You just want to play Family Feud? <laughs> I mean, I did. We can. We can play Google Feud, a little bit of Google oh, Feud man. right now. That does sound like a lot of fun. It, it does sound fun. more fun than talking Google about Google Feud's this game. fun. Um, is that I'm a sure- real thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Google Fuel? Google Fuel. Google Fuel. Google, <laughs> Google, Google Fuel. Fuel. I'm not even Baja Yeah, Blasted. yeah, no, it's absolutely. And you fill in like a Google search term and you play Family Feud for what the oh, last Oh, that's last right. Part of it Man, is. I forgot about uh-huh. that. Yeah, Holy yeah. shit, I forgot about that. We played that a long ass time ago. It's, yeah, it's yeah. fucking fun. And I remember. It's kind of wonky. It's a little wonky. <laughs> it's a little wonky. Yeah. And I got it wrong, so the other team had the ability to steal. And they very quickly input no guess. Yeah, I've seen that. And Melissa went, oh. Oh, was that like a red and white brand from the 90s? And I was like, I guess? think it means they don't have a guest to have. And she immediately just like covered her face and died laughing. You guys remember Guess? I was like, sure. oh, good. Thank you for me that story to tell tomorrow. <laughs> Do you remember No Guess? There was Guess and their evil counterpart, No Guess. Do you mean Bugle Boy? <laughs> Osh, gosh, bagosh. The Granimals? <laughs> You yeah, wanna, there's not much to go on besides that, there, really. Let me ask you this. Did you enjoy this game? I did. I did, too, man. I did. I did, too. I really enjoyed this game. And I was trying to figure out if I enjoyed it because I was playing it on stream, because that can definitely probably, skew the perspective. Probably. I enjoyed it because I was playing it with Melissa. Yeah. We had been, if this is a game you're playing by yourself, you probably get Probably not as fun, quick. right? Yep. And it's weird, because usually we very much talk about single-player experiences, but on this episode, we're like, both no, no, just no. like, no. We multi- that multiplayer. Yeah, for real. Yeah, yeah. I do wish there was a mode in which... He's a hacker, he's winning too much. <laughs> I do wish there was a mode in which you and another player could play on the same family. Ah, uh, yeah. And uh, you can input different answers. Like, I, I think, because, like, that's another thing that I think is integral to Family Feud, and that is it's not one contestant. And it's like you've always got, like, the best is when you've, like, they're a family has gotten three strikes, and the opposing family gets the, uh, the opportunity to steal, and then they go down the line, and every person in the family gives what they think the answer is. Mm-hmm. And then whoever it is closest to the host has to make the call. Mm-hmm. And, and I, the reason I love it is because a lot of times, one person in the family get is... Get that one oddball. Well, you got the oddball, and then you've got the one person who gets it right. And then yeah. it's a matter of... The, the patriarch chooses the wrong answer. Yeah, which, yeah, yeah. which one's it going to be? Like, I was watching one... If you guys, if you guys have Amazon Prime, <laughs> yes. If you have Amazon yes. Prime, there's not all a Family Feud, but there's a shitload mm. of Family Feud that you can watch. Um, I've also, watched all of Match Game that is on Amazon Prime. Yeah, and they've got some Press Your Luck on there too. And mm. it's like, dude, I think we've probably talked about this on the show before, but I mean, like, not so much right now. But there was definitely a time in my life where, like, game shows were my fucking jam yep like me when i was like 10 years old one summer it was just like i remember we just moved because we moved around a lot when i was a kid we moved to a place didn't know anybody there and i remember like just watching family feud i remember watching supermarket sweep i remember watching press your luck like all these fucking game shows uh and then playing paperboy pretty good summer pretty good pretty good summer you're right (laughs) i I told my mom i was like i don't think i need friends (laughs) I don't think I need friends or school. Yeah, this whole I'm like, gonna go on one of these yeah. shows. <laughs> You're right. I'm gonna be good. Yeah, it's gonna be good. I'm pretty sure there's a pattern I can analyze on this pressure luck thing. Yeah, it's probably I could I could go on Family Feud. I could I could live forever on five thousand dollars. <laughs> it's a little it's <laughs> a lot of money. I don't know if you've ever seen five thousand dollars. <laughs> Not in one place. <laughs> <laughs> 
What's a car like? Fifty dollars? Yeah, I'll get a bunch of cars. <laughs> well, I also do have my boss went to Greece and got back today and brought because I at my request brought chips from Greece. If we want to try these. From the set of Greece. From the set of Greece. Please hand me John Travolta's Pringles. <laughs> so right here we have a bag of ruffles, oregano flavored. Oregano ruffles. Oregano ruffles. You sure it's not just pencil shavings? It very well could be. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that weird episode where we did everything out of order? <laughs> yep. So we have a new a new table, and it's basically like Dave and I are at opposite ends of like the aristocracy's dining table. It is true. <laughs> Every vampire and his new bride sitting at opposite ends <laughs> of the table from each other. Very much. All right, you ready to eat? It's got the... a very distinct pesto like odor. I love ruffles. Like ruffles are like better than regular Lay's potato yeah. chips. Yeah, totally. So Pacific two grease. That smells delicious. Oregano ruffles. All right, let's do it. I mean, that's pretty underwhelming. It's like 200 herb. I don't get a whole mm-hmm. lot of, yeah, I don't mm-hmm. get a whole lot over there oregano. I would like another, though. Mm-hmm. Let me drink this with orange juice, get that strong oregano flavor out of my mouth. <laughs> I've always said, you know what goes good with oregano ruffles? Orange juice. Orange juice with rum, gin, vodka, tequila, triple sec, and natural flavors in it. <laughs> Tyler, I'm worried about you. Thank you. I'm glad you are. I appreciate that. <laughs> And the other here, it is written in Greek, so I cannot read it, but I go off the pictures. Here are Cheetos Paws that are tomato cheese flavored. I'm going to hate this. How does Chester Cheetah look in Greece? The same. Yeah, he does. He looks the same. Looks, too, looks cheesy. Yeah, he doesn't look like he's uh, destitute or anything. <laughs> All right, I hate Paws. You know how I said I love Ruffles? Uh, I hate Paws. I hate Paws. Well, they changed them. They changed That's them since I was a kid. different in Greek. They used to be like uh, tighter than this. Ah, uh, yep. All right, I'm gonna take a little All bit. Right. Tomato cheese Cheetos. That's weird. Is it weird to me that I could like eat those in a soup? No, not at all. I could totally see that tomato soup with the grilled cheese and tomato yeah. cheese and some tomato, Cheetos. Right? Yeah. Yo, dog. I heard you like tomato and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> no, that you're right. That's good. That is very like they're more of a soft cracker like. Yeah, like an oyster cracker. And they're or more like they're more uh subtle than I thought. Like that oregano flavor punches you in the face. Those Cheetos are pretty subtle. The last chip I have here, paprika Pringles. Oh, these are gonna be sweet. These are gonna be awesome. They're they've already been opened. I ha- where's the flavor seal? Since these are resealable, I, I let everybody at work try these. Oh, okay. I have over abstained for you. Thank so you. So we can have our first together. They smell really good. They smell mm-hmm. really good. Do you like paprika? Yeah. Yeah, me too. All right, ready? All right. Those are fucking tight. Those are good. Yeah, these are fucking, these are fucking tight. Mm-hmm. And for something sweet to wrap it up on, kohlrabi bites. Handmade butter cookies with almonds. Is that powdered a, a sugar A Greek delight. Looks like it. What are they called? Kohlrabi. Kohlrabi bites. It's like a Greek moon pie. <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> All right, there we go. These look good. What do they look like? I can't see them. They kind of from here. They kind of look like gem powdered donuts. They are very soft, like powdered donuts. Okay. Why don't you just throw all that powdered sugar my way? 
All right. Yeah, because she had a whole bunch of other stuff to bring back for us to try, but it all got confiscated and... Um, customs. Customs, yeah. Yep. Man, I was looking for all those Greek drugs. Yeah. <laughs> dang, old, dang old Greek drugs, dang man. Dang old Greek drugs, man. Ready? It's like called God, God juice, <laughs> man. All right, kohlrabi bites. All right. Yeah, it tastes like a powdered donut. Like a, like a, a really donut. A very powdery. <clears throat> Super powdery. A very powdery donut. <laughs> this is good, though. Really good. It's very good and stuck to the roof of my mouth. Mm. Well, cool. Thanks for sharing. Mm. I love a good almond cookie, so that's very good. I didn't even taste the almond. Like, I just got, I think I just got powdered sugar, which is and fine. I, w- I won't say your name because then everybody will start asking her shit about my work ethic. So, thank you, boss. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can all just assume it's pretty terrible, right? She, yeah. That it's awful. That it's awful. <laughs> She's by, she, she brings me stuff because she hates me so much. <laughs> She's like, maybe if I bring him stuff, yeah, he'll quit. He'll, he'll be motivated to fucking work. <laughs> oh, but no, that was very good. That's perfect. Like, I was surprised. She's like, what kind of souvenirs do you want? I was like, shit to try on the show. Thank you. Ruffles. <laughs> yeah, ruffle, ruffles preferably. <laughs> no, but man, I really like those Kohlrabi bites. Yeah, they're really good. Mm. And then her husband, who has been a listener. That's a bag. I can't see. All I can see from here is a bag that just says Greece. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, she actually went. She didn't just buy me something (laughs) in the States somewhere. You don't think there's a Greece store somewhere (laughs) in the United States? Her husband bought me uh, the 2019-2020 Sex in Ancient Greece calendar and playing cards. Hell, yeah. So it depicts, it's like the Greek pottery art, but with Kama Sutra designs. Yeah. So like here's a guy with a giant penis getting fucked and sucked. Yeah, there we go. There's there's that. It's got a little magnet on the end. I there see we that. go. That's nice. I love so, it. So thank you, boss and boss's husband. Yeah. Thank you for that good, mm-hmm. good content. Yeah. And the and the good, good ruffles. Uh-huh. And the okay Cheetos paws. <laughs> <laughs> you do you wanna take a you wanna take a like a deep dive into Family Feud Wikipedia? Or what sure. do you wanna what do you wanna do, do? I don't know. There's not much else to really talk about if you've that's pretty much the game. The, the game is pretty much Family, family feud. feud. I guess we have to give a breakdown of Family Feud, how Family Feud works. Because I guess we could, but... We could, but everybody just knows. Just watch an episode. Hopefully, if you haven't heard of it, watch it. It's good. Look for Steve Harvey. Oh, and I cut you off. You said one of your favorite things to watch on YouTube are Family Feud Like the bloopers, bloopers and the outtakes and yeah. the, like, the stuff that was just like the, the worst answers of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's... Family Feud compilations are wonderful. Family Feud, Newlywed Game. Oh, Newlywed Game bloopers are... Just a little <laughs> bit better. Because it's usually... Where's the oddest place you ever made Whoopi? The butt? Yeah, right. The classic. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's always funnier on the newlywed game because it is like pitting newlyweds against each other. It's like just like... I don't know, man. It just seems like such a antagonistic game show where it's like, mm-hmm. hey, y'all just got married. Let's fuck that shit up right Let's now. Let's see who loves each other the most <laughs> of these four couples. <laughs> Here's what I want to know. I don't want to do a super deep dive on Family Feud on Wikipedia, but I do want to know that what when the Al Borland years were. Mm. Because I want to f- was I wrong? Was there was 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 it very short? That's why you missed him? Or was he between was he between Dawson coming back, the season Dawson came back and the season Louis mm. Anderson mm. started? Also, I have another question for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um in keeping with the tradition of this episode of being completely out of order, mm-hmm. I want to do a Where Are They Now? Hell yeah. For Imagineering. Break homes. No, okay. <laughs> where, yeah. Are we at? where are they now? 
Imagineering. Imagineering. Where are they now? Well, I bet Disney has the copyright to that word. They probably do. Some assume they were bought up by Disney. They do have Imagineers there, don't they? Mm-hmm. All right. Imagineering was in existence from 1986 to 1992 before folding into Absolute Entertainment. Absolute. Which does not have a link on Wikipedia. Yeah. Not, even a red, <laughs> not even a red link. Oh, just folded it into the abyss. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who then handled simultaneously the development and publishing of video games for its remaining three years. <laughs> I don't have a link to any of them or what it did. or I can tell you that they were based in Glen Rock, New Jersey. Uh, they were the in-house studio of Absolute Entertainment. There uh-huh. we are, and we do have a link on that one there this time. So, oh, okay. Um, I was about to say, is it like a wolf who eats a rabbit and then falls off a cliff and dies? <laughs> 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 uh, they had many notable video games developed, including A Boy and His Blob, oh. Colon, Trouble on Blobonia, okay. uh, Battle Tank, Super Battle Tank, and The Rescue of Princess Blobette. I'm unfamiliar with that. I think that was like a sequel they did on like uh, maybe Game Boy. Hmm. Maybe, okay. maybe, okay. maybe Game Boy. Maybe Game Boy. Related articles: The Adventures of Rocky and Bullwinkle and Friends video game. Oof. <laughs> That's a good Oof. sign. All right, Family Feud. I'm getting into this. I need to know. I need to know when each Horseman of the Apocalypse was mm-hmm. host of mm-hmm. Family Feud. Well, I remember, who was it? Is it Neil Gaiman? He wrote a book with the Four Horsemen, and Pestilence had to retire because of antibiotics, so the new horseman was Pollution. Oh, okay. So, who'd be Pollution between Al Borland and Jay Peterson? Uh, who would be Pollution? Mm-hmm. Man, that is tough, because... I want to say Jay Peterman because he's more like a Captain Planet villain. Yeah, I could see that. Also, in SimCity, he would always build his factories on the edge of the map so that the pollution would go into the other town. He didn't have to worry about it. Little known fact about Jay Peterman. Okay, true. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Family Feud. A Mark Goodson, Bill Todman production. Oh, Bill Todson. (laughs) Originally aired on ABC... From 1976 to 85, then CBS from 1988 to 93, and then syndicated until forever. Yeah, for, for forever. Yeah, forever, hopefully. All right, hosts and announcers. When Family Feud was conceived in 1976, Richard Dawson had a standing agreement with Mark Goodson that when the next goodson Todman game show was produced, Dawson would be given an audition to host it. Wow, Dawson... Dawson, welcome to a very extended day. Read some Wikipedia. Dawson had read in trade publications that a pilot for a new show named Family Feud was in the works, and it was to be hosted by, you have a guess? Who? William Shatner. That would have been great. He would have made a great pollution. Yeah, he would have been a great pollution. (laughs) I have no reason for that, but... Uh, I love the idea of like Family Feud, like because of his toxic personality. No, I don't think that's fair to say. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's fair to say. Uh, I do think it would be fun that if he did fight, he's not Harrison Ford. You're right. <laughs> I was waiting for the Harrison Ford joke. Uh, that's interesting. I did not know that. Let's see. Uh, so of course Dawson was the original host in 1988. Ray Combs took over uh, as host on CBS. Uh, Combs hosted the program until the daytime version's cancellation in 1993, and then Dawson can returned. When Feud returned in 1999, it was initially hosted by Louis Anderson, 
with Burton Richardson as the new announcer. Richard Karn was selected to take over for Anderson when the se- when season four premiered in 2002, and then when season eight premiered in 2006, Karn was replaced by John O'Hurley. That's why it all blurs together for me, mm. because it's like, that's the block of time where I was playing the most D&D. I didn't have time in my life for yeah, Family no, no Feud. Family, no time for Feud when yeah. you're feuding with dice. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Feuding with the actual writers of the apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> So there we go. And then it's Steve Harvey and... Um, forever. Forever. And all perpetuity. Hail. Steve Harvey's a randomizer. I don't know Steve, if you knew that. Steve Harvey until Kenan Thompson doing an impression of Steve Harvey takes over. Oh, man. How good would that be, though? <laughs> how good would that be? I do. God, I love when they do Family Feud oh, absolutely. on SNL. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Because <laughs> Kenan, Kenan Thompson, they I, I've read about um, where he fits in SNL and that he... They try to add him just as he's the salt to any skit. He yeah. makes any skit he's in better. Mostly, even if he's not saying any words, he's just making facial a reactions. Face. Yeah. So that's sort of like that's where he also fits in very well. Steve I'm about Harvey. To say man, that's Steve Harvey. That's like some <laughs> yeah. bread and butter for Steve Harvey. Yeah. Love those faces, man. He's like the closest we get to the mask hosting Family Feud. It all comes back. <laughs> he does sort of dress like the mask too. You're very right. All right, hear me out. Mm-hmm. Because I'm thinking about the mask. I'm mm-hmm. thinking about faces, funny faces. What if... Steve Harvey is Dalil White who's put on the mask. <laughs> what if... What if Steve Harvey is Jaleel White who stepped into <laughs> the Stephanomizer? Shit. But never got... He, wasn't, he didn't get out yeah. until years later. He's like Captain America. <laughs> <laughs> Jaleel White stuck in the, the cool machine for 25 years. <laughs> Steps out of Steve Harvey. I mean, tell me who wouldn't make the better death than that. <laughs> Just spending 25 years with your oh, own fucking, man. am I cool, am I not cool thoughts? We'll find out when I get out of this machine in 25 years. I don't think you ever see Steve Urkel's dad in Family Matters. Like his he parents have are dad. super distant. He doesn't have a dad. See, it's, I think they, we need to bring it back. We need a movie resolution to <laughs> Family Matters where he's stuck in space. Steve Harvey plays Urkel's dad. Did you know he was a homeless orphan? There really was no next door. He just wanders the neighborhood. <laughs> next door next door was another dimension. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the next Call of Cthulhu gave you run a revolve around family matters. Oh man. That'd be pretty good. I could do that. I could you exist in this neighborhood where that has the borders are just lost in space and time, and there's one just aggravating God roaming around who you have to appease in order to survive. <laughs> or, the, or you just get uh, consumed into his existence. Which is Urkel. That is Urkel, uh-huh. right? Yep. Can, when you said lost in space and time, it made me really wonder, could we do a dinosaurs crossover? The family, the family uh, sitcom dinosaurs. Okay. Not to be yep. confused with terrible lizards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right, because one street over is dinosaurs, one street over that is Roseanne. Oh, man, this has got the making of a good actual Because right in the middle between family members and Roseanne is dinosaurs. Yeah, it's true. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't know if you knew that, but it is true. (laughs) Do you think that Family Feud for the Super Nintendo should have been on IGN's top 100 Super Nintendo games? No. I mean, before I would want to play, I think there should probably be one game show game on that list. 
I don't just know to have this representation. Is it. Just to have representation. Well, what other game show games are there? Wheel of Fortune. There's Wheel of Fortune. Jeopardy. Uh huh. Is that it? I guess. Well, I guess it also is. Don't put it on there for the sake of being on there. Yeah, but I don't if it's like Legitimately that. fun. But I thought this was fun. This was. fun. I really do think that this was, this fun. was fun. It has its problems. The biggest problem with it, I know, I was like harping on the bullseye round, but whatever. You can turn that off. The mm-hmm. biggest problem with it is the answer text recognition. But it's also one of the best things about it. At the same time, it's like, that's not a flaw. That's a feature. We put that in on purpose. Wabi-sabi, man. Right? (laughs) It's imperfection is what makes it beautiful. (laughs) Totally. I mean, there's truth in that. But I also don't think it belongs on IGN's top 100. If... I don't know. I say that, but then I'm like, I don't know. What was 100? What did 100 through 90 look like again? Yeah. Would I rather play this than Super Turrican 2? You bet your fucking ass I would. Yeah. Yeah. But that's just me. I know a lot of people who do like that Turrican series. Yeah. Not me. Is it better than Buster Bust Loose? No. No. (laughs) Final Fight? No. That's the bar, 100. No, uh, IGN, here's what IGN <laughs> did. Yeah, they had the, uh, an eye grabber. They had to do like a game that people recognize mm-hmm. as 100 and a game that people recognize as 1. Like That's just that's how yep. that worked. Yep. Final Fight shouldn't have been 100. Final Fight should have been farther up that Not list. on it because they needed a Final Fight that has multiplayer. I mean, I mean you're not. Oh, you're not. You're not Whenever not, we do all the Super Nintendo games that make our master list, then, then the real debate begins. Yeah, that's gonna be a rough. That's gonna be a rough sixteen-hour mm-hmm. podcast. Yep. Yeah, it will be. That's all right. Do you love Holler and Day? Fell at Maths. You wish it were fifteen and a half hours longer. <laughs> Boy, do we have a podcast for you? All right. Well, that's it then. I guess I have some questions for you. You wish you did. Hmm. You wish you did have some questions for me. No, I do. Oh fuck yeah! Come I on, do. Let's do it, Tyler. Yes, Dave. If you were to give this game, which is Family Feud for the SNES. A beard that sums up how you feel about it. What kind of beard would that be? And why? Huh. It's a Karn's beard, isn't it? I guess it would have to be, but It's gotta it? be. Not to steal... No, I mean... No, thank you, because I didn't have anything. So, yeah, Karn's beard. Karn's beard. <laughs> yeah. Just because it's kind of a... This game's fun in the right context with the right people. Like, it's very Much like his beard. Much like his beard. It's very <laughs> As we all know. To the proximity of Tim the Toolman Taylor. Mm. I feel like that the Al Borland role is so ingrained into Richard Karn, I couldn't even watch him host a game show and yeah. enjoy it because he just felt like, what's Al doing by himself? It is weird. It is it is really weird to see him and mm-hmm. not think about. I Al. mean, that's just like man. He is that is him. Yeah, because <laughs> like his beard, his body type, his voice, everything yeah. is just Al Borland. Yeah, he would have to step into the. St- the Stefan Urkel machine uh-huh. in order t- for us to not think of him as Al Borland. Yeah, or pl- like um, what's his, Christian Bale and the Machinist. Like, yeah. shrink down to like 98 pounds yeah. and just be a monstrosity. Look, it's Al Borland. Corn no longer. <laughs> I've never seen The Machinist, but I've seen photographs. That's all I've seen, too. <laughs> I have no intention to watch the movie. Just and, like, yeah. oh, that one super skinny photograph where he's eating oh. like an apple a Oh, day. damn, he's skinny. Good enough. Never going to watch that movie. Yep. <laughs> all right, more family feud. <laughs> Tyler. Yes, Dave. I have another question for mm-hmm, you. Mm-hmm. If you were to give this game a pair of glasses that sums up how you feel about it, mm-hmm. what kind of glasses would it be and why? Uh, the, the bug eyes of Louis Anderson. All right. Just because this this could be crazy, <laughs> <laughs> it should be crazy. 
All right. Okay. <laughs> Survey says number ten. It's on the board. <laughs> yeah, it's on the board. One person. One person. You. Tyler. <laughs> what is it on? It's always sunny when they go on like Family Feud. I don't know that I've seen that. And How Charlie keeps getting all the like lowest oh, tier yeah. answers. Oh yeah. Yeah, they asked me these questions like a year <laughs> <Right>. ago. <laughs> Uh, Tyler. Yes, Dave. I got some more questions for you. Hell yes. Do you have any achievements for this game? Uh, uh, no. That was fast. I kinda, yeah, I kind of just enjoyed playing it. Didn't really think about anything else. Well, I didn't come up with any either. But thankfully, Twitch chat did to save the segment. Uh, let's see. I've got my first achievement, which comes from Nate from Utah, is Steve Harvey Wallbanger. And in order to unlock Steve Harvey Wallbanger, you need to get drunk Start playing Family Feud for Super NES. Realize YouTube highlights of Family Feud are more entertaining. Continue drinking Harvey Wallbangers. <laughs> so thank you, Nate. I love that achievement. Uh, next achievement I've got is Soggy Trail Mix. And in order to unlock oh, Soggy yeah. Trail oh, Mix, yes. get an answer right despite typing mostly <laughs> gibberish. And that achievement came in from P. Willie Eaton. Uh, last achievement I've got is, I don't think so, Tim. <laughs> and in order to unlock, I don't think so, Tim. Uh, you need to get the last laugh uh, by hosting a successful game show that was clearly more popular than Tool Time. Ooh. Uh, that came in from Master Mold Mike, mm. uh, who also just recently sent us um, one, two one chip challenges. So a two chip challenge, essentially. So I know um, Sean Barry of Digital Cartridge Podcast is corralling everybody to do the one chip challenge so mm -hmm. i don't know when that's going to be or what it's going to look like but look forward to that we're going right. to be doing that um and also thank you to everybody on twitch chat who submitted an achievement i had way more than i thought i was going to have which was nice uh those are my three favorite tyler i've got another question for you uh, yeah yeah if you were mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to buy this game loose loose the loose. loosest how much do you think you'd pay for it on average? Five thirty-five. Tyler, actual retail value of Family Feud for the Super Nintendo loose on average, according to PriceCharting.com at the time of this recording, is four dollars and fifty cents. You are not far off. Very close. You Very close. You can snag a new copy for nine fifty-four. That's not bad. All right. I would honestly think about buying this game. But it wouldn't be as fun because I wouldn't be playing it online against online people. Against people. Yep. It's weird. Like, that makes a huge difference. This guy, I feel like this would be good, like, after Thanksgiving when you have family over. Oh, dude, yes. Yeah. Oh, dude, that's a great idea. Mm -hmm. it, can sit, it can sit in the shelf, and then you're on your shelf all year long. Break that, break that out after Thanksgiving <laughs> and after Christmas because the movies are too crowded to go to. So, yeah. Bring it to the movie theater with you. Movie theaters love it when you do that. Hey, true. Yeah, get a Superboy, play, play Family Feud in there yeah. on it. Yeah. Bring in your 19-inch CRT, <laughs> set it up at the, you know, the lane in the concessions that's never open. Just set it up there. Yeah. It'll be fine. <laughs> and when someone asks, can I help you, say, no, thanks. No, I'm good. <laughs> Thank you, though. Tyler, I've got another question for mm, you. Please. Actually, it's like 10 questions. Oh, yes. We got a quiz yes. from our very own... Ross Rachel Green. Oh, damn. Who he and I, my friend Showed across each other the ocean, balls. 
have seen each other's balls. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I totally took that from you. <laughs> My bad. That's <laughs> all right. I forgot that you had you mentioned that on the show. I, I don't think, know. I think you did had on I? last episode. Have I? Did I say that? I all think right. you did. Uh, if you hadn't, oops, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> if I had, I'll just let you see it again. It's totally <laughs> Wait, do a big reveal and I'll ruin it again. He showed me. Well, that's the same. That's the same one. He, His balls. His balls. <laughs> 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 Top 10 answers on the board. <laughs> what did Ross Rachel Green show Tyler? Balls. <laughs> Ding. 99. Oh, fuck. Yeah, he showed me a lot of shit. Fuck. The next nine are like one ninth. <laughs> one ninth of people said. <laughs> a fun fan? All right. This is a quiz from Ross. Fighting for family slash love. Mm-hmm. 10 Dave-style questions about games where you are fighting to rescue a family member or love interest. Must be able to get 10 of these. It's a pretty standard video game trope. Usual rules apply. So I'm assuming these are games that we've talked about Mm -hmm. on the show. In order of listening. All right. I assume. First question. Are you ready? Yes. All right. Second question. This game had you fighting for your kidnapped girlfriend and had a co-op mode on the arcade version that was missing in this home port. Double Dragon? Final Fight. Final Fight? Yeah, the co-op mode is missing. Co-op mode is missing. Okay, yep, Final Fight. It has to be. It's Double Dragon. Oh, is it really? It's Double Dragon. (laughs) That could also apply to Final Fight because it is the exact same premise. Oops, sorry (laughs) that I was wrong on that answer. I was very certain that it was Final Fight because the co-op mode is not included in the home port. You can play co-op in Double Dragon. Can you not? I guess. I don't know. I guess maybe you can't. Uh, Second question. Count it. It's the exact same premise. (laughs) (laughs) He said we got to get all 10 of these right. We so. just, well, we just did, so that's fine. That's right. one. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. In this game, the protagonist is sent to save the world by a god and on the way falls in love with the daughter of an inventor. The daughter of an inventor. The protagonist is sent to save the world by a god and on the way falls in love with the daughter of an inventor. Act Razor? I do not remember the falling in love part. I don't remember either. Um, the daughter of an inventor. Well, Beauty and the Beast. I don't think that was a Super Nintendo game. It's a tale as old as time. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. All right. When I think of inventor, I think of Luca. Soul, Soul Blazer? From Chrono Trigger, but that's not right. Maybe Soul Blazer? I don't remember him falling in love with anybody. He I don't was, remember. He was sent by a god to purify things, right? Or was, there an, these. was there an inventor? I don't remember. There's a pig in that one, right? <laughs> I just remember I enjoyed the shit out of that game. So, SimCity, log it in? Yep. <laughs> I, don't, I really don't know. Sent by a god. Sent by, to sent to save the world by a god, and on the way falls in love with the daughter of an inventor. I say Soul Blazer, I guess. All right, Soul Blazer, locking it in, because I got nothing. Okay. And I was also... You were right about Soul, Double Dragon. Soul Blazer or Act Razor, but I'm, I guess I'm leaning more towards Soul Blazer, maybe. It is Soul Blazer. Well done. All right. Well done. Next question. In this prehistoric game, the player can woo their girlfriend and even father a child. A prehistoric game? In this prehistoric game. Is that Joe and Mac 2? Probably. Because isn't there that like a whole sense. thing where like the village the women villages are... and shit? Yeah. Joe and Mac 2. Joe and Mac 2. Joe and Mac 2. Secret of Evermore? <laughs> I mean, you didn't go back in time, Secret of Evermore. That's true. What do you want to do? 
Joe Mac Joe Mac 2. Logging it in. What it. you want to do is Joe Mac 2. <laughs> Man, I love that ICP song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is, in fact, Joe and Mac 2. Nice. I'd forgotten about that. Next question. The Sean Miller episode. It was. Wow. Mm-hmm. In this game, your mother loves you and God so much that you end up fighting to prevent being sacrificed. Binding of Isaac. Binding of Isaac. Locking it in. It is, in fact, the Binding of Isaac. Well done. Is that a big jump? That was other shit Monday, so. No one knows. It's lost the time. (laughs) Next question. This prequel features a much younger version of the next game's protagonist. I guess your character loves the future game's protagonist. Otherwise, he wouldn't be trying to save you or something. Hmm. Wait, say it, say it again. This prequel uh-huh. features a much younger version of the next game's protagonist. I guess it could be Lufia 2. Because Maxim, you play the youngest version of Maxim, and you start out in the... in. Okay, so there's Lufia, and Lufia 2 is a prequel to Lufia. You play as Maxim in the very, very beginning of Lufia 1. I'm going to ask you a real question. Mm-hmm. You're going to think I'm fucking with you. Okay. But I'm not. Have we done an episode on Lufia 2? Yeah. Okay. It was, on, it was in IGN's Top 100 SNES okay. games. Well, did I say we lock that in? Cause it I, sounds I think like, that was our 100th episode was Lufia 2. Sounds like you know what you are talking about, because I do not I mean, remember I can Lufia 2. S- I can see that, but there, you do, he doesn't look any older between the two games. I know he is an older version but he doesn't look noticeably older. Well, let me read the... This is all you. Let me read the next, the next bit again. I guess your character loves the future game's protagonist. Otherwise, he wouldn't be trying to save you or something. I mean, because you're playing Maxim's son in the first game. Okay. But I don't think that fits, though, right? Because the prequel features a much younger version of the next game's protagonist. Unless it's a riddle. Unless this is a riddle wrapped up in a, yeah, in a yeah. question. But I got no other answer other than, I mean, like I got nothing on this. Nate, what are some sequel games we did after The Binding of Isaac? The Binding of Isaac 2. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, man. I don't know. I don't Let's know. just say Lufia 2. Lufia 2. I feel like that's good. Okay, Lufia 2. Locking it in. <laughs> answer. Yoshi's Island. Yep. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to pull up my Jacob impression. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. That's what you, you want to do. Next question. This game sees the player fighting nine gangs in order to rescue their girlfriend from the villain Slick. River City Ransom. I believe that is River City Ransom. Logging it in. River City Ransom, indeed. Next question. This game sees the main character in a love triangle with his steady girlfriend and a succubus. Catherine. Catherine. Very good. Locking that in. Catherine, you're on fire tonight. Correct? Yeah. Next question. This import-only adver game features a main character obsessed with one thing. That one thing is Pepsi, and it is Pepsi Man locking it in. Okay. (laughs) Pepsi Man. All right. Pepsi Man! Pepsi Man. That's a good game that people shit on. It was uh, the Angry Video Game Nerd did a very good episode where he had the guy I in saw, the cut scene. I saw that he had him, but yeah. I did not watch the episode. <laughs> How was it? It was funny. It was All good. Right. I mean, go back and listen to our Pepsi Man episode. I feel like I feel like we did a pretty good episode yeah. on that. Because <laughs> I really do think, like, I feel like I defended Pepsi Man 
I tried my best to defend Pepsi Man. Yeah, I mean, if you like Infinite Runners. It's a different-ass game. It's a very different-ass game. And it's so fucking weird. It's a different-ass game. (laughs) Next question. This game of a film features the main character trying to get his future parents to fall in love. Back to the Future? Back to the Future. Yeah, lock it in. It is, in fact, Back to the Future. Not a good game. No. Pepsi Man, way better than Back to the Future for the yeah. NES. Yeah, that's a weird, that's a weird sentence, <laughs> but yeah. Is it, though? <laughs> uh, last question. This game features an unsuccessful in-love main character who gets coaching to bone basically every girl in town, including some from out of town. Harvest Moon? Would you any other? That's a solid guess. Features an unsuccessful in in love main character, but who is that main character in love with? Yeah, you're right. It doesn't make sense because you're not really in love with any specific one person in Harvest Moon. Who gets coaching to bone basically every girl in town, including some from out of town. Shower, shower with your dad simulator? That's <laughs> pretty good. It's pretty good. Oh, shit. Coaching unsuccessful in love. It's, it might be a spin. He's, it's, this is probably like... This is probably like Super Metroid or something based on the spin he gave fucking Yoshi's <laughs> Island. Hmm. Who's he getting coaching? Who gets coaching to bone basically every girl in town? Honey Pop? But that's who coaches? The player? There was who, that the the goddess of love or that the fairy who tells you how to seduce girls. You are right. I forgot about that fairy. And even girls from out of town like the fucking alien. <laughs> so, Honey Pop then? Yeah. All right, let's yeah. lock it in. It is Honey Pop. Man, good pull. Good pull. <laughs> well, you reinforced it because I was like, oh, ah, man. I don't know. Answer was actually Family Feud. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. Thank you, Ross. That was a good quiz. It was good. Man, I can't, I can't believe I forgot that we had done an episode on Lufia 2. I've never, I've brought it up to you before, and you'd like. I know. I just about? blocked it out of my yeah. mind. I, yeah, I don't know. See, it's that I one mean, didn't click with me. I, going back and playing it, like not as good as I remember. Super, for, super, super formulaic. Yeah. But like the pet capsules, still fun. Puzzles, still fun. But the the structure of the game just gets gets tedious. Man, I still can't believe that final fight, Double Dragon. I, I'm gonna look that up. Okay. I'm gonna see if if co-op was in. The home, the home port. Because, man, when I, when I read that, I immediately went to Final Fight, especially because we were just talking about it. Mm-hmm. Unless, because we didn't play Double Dragon. We played Double Dragon. We played Double Dragon 2. We played Double Dragon Neon. We yep. played... Uh, we played those call super, up together. Yeah. Yeah. We played Super Double Dragon mm-hmm. 4. Uh, have we done the original Double Dragon? Mm-mm, I don't think so. All right. Double Dragon. Wikipedia. Specifically looking for the port. Because if Ross, if you're wrong, we're going to hang you by your ball cyst. Yeah, we've seen it. I, I, know, now, I know exactly where it is. Tyler's seen it. I have, I have not seen it. I'll show you. I don't want to see it. Thank I, su- you. I surprised Melissa with it the other day. Did you? <laughs> Did. Surprise! <laughs> you're like Dale Gribble, but instead of pocket sand, you have testicle Rust cysts. balls! <laughs> <laughs> so both my, me and my wife, we have seen, seen your balls, Ross. Did he give you permission to show it? No. I feel like that might I have violated been, that. Uh, I guess you can show your wife my awful, awful, Eeyore, sad Eeyore black balls. Unlike the first NES game, Double Dragon 2 can be played by up to two players simultaneously. So, Double Dragon 1 for the NES, 
was single player only. I don't uh, remember that because I was a single child and had the DOS version. <laughs> Two good reasons. <laughs> but here's what I'm also going to do. I'm going to do a search for Tadpog Double Dragon. All right, here's what we got. We've done episode 387 was Double Dragon 4. Mm-hmm. 426 was Double, Double Dragon, Dragon 2, to the, the Revenge. Revenge. Super Double Dragon, episode 10. Yes, and I got those conflated. I got Super Double Dragon conflated with Double Dragon 4. Because that was half Super Double Dragon, half Double Dragon Neon. Right, and uh, Double Dragon 4 was the new game that mm-hmm. came out, the new Double Dragon game that came out after Neon. Mm-hmm. Neon was great. Neon is the best Double Dragon game. So I'm pretty much going to say that we were right with... Final fight. Because we haven't done Double Dragon for the NES. Yep, yep. All right, we were right. We were right, Ross. <laughs> yeah, Lufia 2 Rises Sinistrals was our number one episode. That we did right after Skull Girls. It was our number one episode? Number 100. Oh, number 100. Papers, Please, Sim City, Skull Girls, Lufia 2. I remember Papers, Please. I remember Skull Girls. Uh, I probably didn't play much of Lufia 2 because I was enjoying those other two games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's my guess. And not enjoying Lufia 2. <laughs> Go ahead and take Luffy 2 off the list, throw on Family Feud, and I'm good with it. Okay. Sounds good to me. (laughs) I do want the RPG where the horsemen of the apocalypse are Family Feud. You have to recruit them all and play. You can can choose. It's kind of like Seventh Saga. Oh, because whichever one you don't choose, you have to fight. Yeah. You don't want to fight Steve Harvey. You do not want (laughs) to fight Steve Harvey. Did you know that in uh, Wonder Woman, uh, he was going to play Ares originally? Steve Harvey was. (laughs) Perfect. Because of the mustache. They were like, who has a mustache? He does have the God of War mustache. Steve Harvey. Yeah, yeah, huh. yeah. So there we go. That's the, <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you, he's a God of War. <laughs> he's, got, he's got that Ares slash Cyan Garamond mustache. He, does. <laughs> he was originally going to play it in Hercules' uh, The Neverending Journey. But, you know, at the last minute, he he Kevin Sorbo, both two alpha, couldn't get along. <laughs> had to recast him. Do you think the mustache is his mask? Like do you, probably good, yeah. Or like his Venom symbiote? He's, like, he's just a really scon- scrawny kid until he puts on the mustache, he spins around. Spins around. Steve Harvey. <laughs> the Kang's a comedy. Man, we are, we are writing. <laughs> we are writing an amazing video game right now, and we do not even know it. You're right. I hope someone out there is, I hope someone out there is real good at programming. <laughs> yep, because we're just throwing out gold left and right. <laughs> you want to take a call and then wrap it up? Yeah, let's do that. All right, first call from 562. I believe this is Terrified Michelle. Hi, Tadpog. It's Terrified Michelle, if you know. And I just wanted to tell you that I'm cool because of Tadpog. <laughs> I know. I want to point out that Google translated that to, I just want to let you know that I am cool because of tampons. <laughs> Both are true. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I've been listening to this podcast for since... Uh, like, going back and listening from the beginning and then coming forward, and I've been listening for, like, straight a year. All the episodes, like... She definitely knew we did Lufia, too. She did. You're right. <laughs> definitely did. did. Five a day, um, plus the Patreon. And <clears throat> I know about video games, and uh, I was with my partner, who's not Danny, she's bringing in an air polyamorous. Um, and he was showing me that he got a smart TV and the newest Xbox One and all this stuff, and then he was showing me different games on it, and I was all like... Oh, blah, 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 blah. And I was able to have a fucking conversation about video games. <laughs> that was cool. I just thought I'd let you know. Thank you, Tap Up, for making me cool. Okay, bye. <clears throat> You're welcome. You're welcome. Making you cool
Glad it's working for you, Michelle. Because <laughs> <laughs> it is not working. For it is me. not working for Michael. It's not working. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. That big dick is. <laughs> you want to take another call? Or you want to wrap it up? Uh, we'll that take, was a pretty short one. Yeah, let's take one more. All right. Here's a call from 917. No transcript available, and it is two seconds long. All right. Pretty Thank good. Thank you for calling. Thank you. All right. Let's wrap it up. Let's call back that number then. I don't want to do that. Hey, you called like a year and a half ago, this number, and you didn't say anything? What'd you want? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was it in that three seconds that turned you off from making <laughs> leaving the voicemail? <laughs> you want to do another one? You want to do a real one? Yeah, let's do one more. Right, one let's real do a real one. one. Let's do a real one. I have a feeling that this absolutely rolls over into another call, though, because the time is maxed out. And then there's a, an immediate call that's, that's after it. All right, let's save it then. You want to save it? We'll save it then. All right, let's play it. So we can give it proper due. <laughs> <laughs> let's do it. Fuck it. Okay. Family Feud episode. All right. Look, we've done everything out of order. That's true. Come on. This that's is a, true. This that's is a, very true. This is a weird episode. That's true. It is. This has been a weird episode. A I hope weird. you like it. It's been a weird episode. I've liked it. Are you asking me directly? I've loved it. This has been great. You <laughs> <laughs> can talk about Steve Harvey. Of course I loved it. Yeah. The fucking, the fucking, <laughs> the horseman. You <laughs> can talk about the horseman. The Horseman Jerry! <laughs> Hi, Tabarb. It's Michelle again. I really hope that um, people call in between me and my other calls. They did not. They they really did not. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, somebody tried to, but they failed. Someone, yeah. They left, they left us three minutes of road noise. <laughs> okay. Which I've heard this podcast called before, Road Noise. Road Noise. So, yeah. <laughs> Realize you're just gonna have like I don't know five million days of Michelle calls, and then you really will get tired of it. But I'm on my way home from the job, which I like, you know, most days. But some days I don't like my supervisor. Does your supervisor bring you food from Greece? If not, yep. dump that supervisor. Dump him. Is dump him. Is my that's my advice. Yeah. Any any girlfriend doesn't bring you lasagna to work, or a boss who doesn't give you chips from foreign countries. Get them right the fuck out. You don't have room in your life for supervisors no, like that. No, you don't have room for that kind of negativity. <laughs> uh, she said things like, I'm just kidding, by the way. Please don't make drastic <laughs> life decisions based on this podcast. No, no, no please do. <laughs> Especially the tattoo area. <laughs> okay, well, maybe the tattoo area, but not the, like, career area. Yeah. <laughs> We're tattoo experts here on Tadpog. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm waiting. I want somebody to get a Tadpog tattoo. That's on my bucket list. God, no. God, no. No, please, no one get a Tadpog tattoo. Mm. Please look. Do me a do me a solid. Because you're gonna like this. Okay. Do me a solid. Okay. You know that jar of money you've been putting money into. That mm-hmm. jar you've been putting on money in. You're like, oh man, one day I'm gonna get the Tadpog tattoo. Just send that money to us. Patreon.com/slash Tadpog. We'll get a tattoo of you. <laughs> <laughs> When we reach ten thousand uh-huh. dollars on Patreon, we'll get a tattoo of you. How yep. about that? Yep. So far, it's of Alex Pena. So, <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Back to back. To Which is also show. a tattoo oh. of his brother, since they're twins. So two for one. Man, that's a that's a steal. Mm-hmm. With the price of tattoos well, going to the fucking room. Picture of them and just say Pena. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here we go. Left a note on one of the decedents, and he said, "Homie, do this one first, okay? Thanks, home. Literally, that is what he wrote. 
What did he? What did he? I have what no idea. Homie, 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 don't play that. <laughs> homie, don't play this dead ass. Hold on, I'm gonna try to scroll back and find that. Uh, he left a note on one of the decedents, and he said, "Homie, do this one first. Okay, thanks, Holmes." <laughs> what? <laughs> homie, homie, do this one first. Thanks, Holmes. Okay, homie, do this one yeah. first. Thanks, Holmes. Out okay. of all, all the guys over here, this one is the most dead. <laughs> do him first. <laughs> This one need hit organs out fast. Do him, do him first before he mow dead. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Holmes. <laughs> Followed by stacking gang signs, I'm assuming. <laughs> yeah, the, mortu- the mortuary gang. Right, yeah, yeah. The yeah. dead asses. The dead lads. <laughs> Literally, that is what he wrote, because that is how he talks every single day. Every single day, first to everybody is homie. I don't know who he's talking about half the time, because everybody's homie. I'm all like, oh, are we talking about? Like, it doesn't matter who they are, how well he knows them, they're all homie. Like, he went to a concert, and he's like, homie ripped me off the other day. And I'm thinking he's talking about one of his friends, and I'm waiting for him to tell me how he ripped him off, and then he's talking. Turns out he meant Richard Carnes, his best homie. Homie in Christ. Yeah, true that. So it just reminds me of... um the owner of the restaurant that I that I uh, ran the kitchen with when I first moved back to Paducah yeah. from D.C. And, uh, I mean, super guy. Love him to death. And he's uh, Mexican and has, has, a, has uh, an accent. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if he just, like, is bad with names, bad with pronunciation, but everybody was Meester. Yeah, I remember, yes, I remember this. Thank you, Meester. <laughs> hey, Meester, how you doing? I mean... That's pretty good, though. Meester's, Meester's <laughs> pretty Meester, good. Yeah, <laughs> Meester's yeah, yeah. pretty good. I'd forgotten about it completely <laughs> until I saw him, like, last week. And he's like, hey, Meester, I've seen you in so long. It always reminds me. Every time you, every time you say that, it reminds me of, uh, I just ran over the Mista Mista lady. <laughs> <laughs> what was That was Happy Gilmore, right? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Because he runs over the Mista Mista lady <laughs> when he's driving his grandma, I think, to the retirement home. <laughs> <laughs> and she latches herself onto the hood. <laughs> All right, anyway, anyway, back back to back to our homie Michelle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a concert that he went to, and no, he does not know these people personally. But he didn't like that that he, those people were doing cover songs instead of their own actual songs. Um, and every day he says something like, in response to something, he says "Your Nina." It's just like, okay. I mean, every- what does he say? El Nino? El Nino. <laughs> Spanish for the Nino. Yeah. What is he, David Letterman in the <laughs> late 1990s? <laughs> what does he say? Hold on. I'm going to scrub that back. And every day he says something like, in response to something, he says, Your Nina. It's just like, okay. I mean, at first. It- Did you yo, get it? Yo, your Nina? Your Nino? I don't get it. All right. The continuing ni- on. The Nina, the Pinta, and the Santa. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. Man, it sounds like if my dad worked at the morgue. (laughs) Well, the first time I saw Michelle, I was like, huh, she looks like a hundred dead people. (laughs) I bet she gets told she looks like a hundred dead people every day. Don't you think so, homie? Don't you think so? Yeah, Yeah, Holmes. <laughs> you know, Vietnam, the, that that large embalming experiment. <laughs> I 
offend to you because by the time you get to this, it might be funny, and then I might laugh about it with you guys. Right before he embalms people, does he yell, "Good morning, Vietnam"? <laughs> <laughs> well, next week we're gonna call him. Oh yeah, let's call yeah. him. Yeah, we're gonna call him and record it. Be like, hey. <laughs> Quit telling Michelle that she looks like dead people. We can't mention her name. Quit telling terrified Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> How about we, uh, let's be anonymous and be like, this is Tyler and Dave from a podcast. Please stop telling like, an employee. Yeah, Holmes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if he listens yeah. now? Like, uh, <laughs> Oh, shit. My homemates are calling me. Cool. And, then, and then Michelle's like, God, I hope they never play that call. <laughs> now that my boss is like super into Tadpog. <laughs> what if he's the guy with the Xbox One? Probably not. Don't though. fuck your boss, Michelle. Probably not, though. Don't don't dip your pen in the company ink, right, as they say. Right. right, in the in the dead person's <laughs> ink. <laughs> dead person's ink. I loved that show. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guess who lost lost their place in the call? <laughs> this guy. Let's see where it picks back up. Because by the time you get to this, it might be funny, and then I might laugh about it with you guys. Right now, I'm just frustrated and I've hurt other people, but and I just want to know if you've ever had a boss that was a child. Because my boss is like 16, mentally. And so I would like to hear your stories of your stupid bosses. Because he's not even my boss boss. He's just the immediate dude ahead of me, uh, above me, and he has to tell me what to do because he's actually licensed in bomber. My boss boss, you know, she doesn't know about him bombing, um, but she also knows he's annoying, so there's that. She specialized in mummification. There you go. Not much call for it, yeah. but... Every so now and it's then... It's a rare, expensive specialty now. Every now and then, yep. you do need to remove a brain through the nose. <laughs> through the nose with via, some pliers. <laughs> yeah, a hook. Yay! Like, literally, like, I am the only one that talks to the families if they have questions because they don't trust him to talk to the families. <laughs> so, yeah, I just thought I'd say that. Also, a random thing, um, flag etiquette is a thing, like... <laughs> what? Man, Flag that, etiquette? that is a tangent right there. That's that's a tadpogism right there. What do you guys think about your bosses? Also, flag etiquette's a thing. <laughs> this just did. All right, sorry. Flag etiquette. That I was raised with, so I know like how to how to do certain things. And then in the funeral industry, you're taught how. That makes sense, I guess. If in the funeral industry, okay, the call cuts off, but it, don't worry, it does continue. So, Until they, call. Get, they kind of grew up with really big deal, like, one of the few, like, super Americana things that I'm into, like, this is how you treat a flag, and then going to school in the funeral industry, you learn how to drape a flag over a casket, you learn how to that pull makes a flag, sense. because if they don't call in the military to do it, you do it. Um, but I've noticed that every time we have our flag, it has to ask. Like, nobody knows how, how the fuck to do that. I'm like, why is your flag practically on the ground? And why does nobody care? Like, when I worked at Home Depot, we had flag. enough veterans in there that would yeah. yell at us if our flags weren't in our stuff or weren't half stuff when they weren't supposed to be or were touching something that wasn't. I mean, nobody, the McDonald's over here, like, <laughs> the flags are practically on the ground. I'm like, come on. <laughs> This is not even close to half staff. This is like quarter staff. Like what? You worked at a weird Home Depot. <laughs> this is like quarter staff. <laughs> quarter staff up there. It's a simple weapon. Quarter staff. You got a quarter horse up there. Not a quarter staff. <laughs> quarter staff. Quarter horse. <laughs> quarter staff. Maybe three quarter staff. I'm not sure where you count from. But whatever. Quarter mast. Is that a thing? Quarter mast. Half okay. mast. Quarter, quarter mast. mast. Full mast. mast. Quarter mast has got to be a thing. Two thirds mast. Is yeah. that a thing? Two thirds mast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm like, why? And I just thought we have enough people that are in the military that listen that would understand. Become misery. Okay, thanks. Um, that's it. Bye. Love you guys forever. Thank you, Terrified Michelle. Man, I don't really know what you asked about the flags, but have I had bad bosses before? Yeah, absolutely I have. Mm-hmm. I think I've told the story about my favorite boss story is, and I know I've told this on the show before, but when I worked in Lexington as a designer for a luxury retailer, the owner was so wealthy that she did not really know how to function in middle class society. Mm. So this was in, this was like self-evident like anytime we would go anywhere. Like I remember when we went through we we were coming back from like a meeting that was in Frankfurt or something and like we were all hungry and we were like please we're on the same car she's driving it's like can we please stop at McDonald's? We're fucking starving. We go through McDonald's, we go through the drive-through, the I mean, it's food for six people. We're all crammed into, uh, we're all crammed in her Mercedes, and it's six of us. It's food for six people. They give us the total, and it is like, I don't know, man, it's like $42 or something. Mm-hmm. I remember the number being like, and thinking, oh, God, that's more than I've ever spent at a McDonald's, ever. And then her response was just like, she got to the window, and she was like, is that all that it is? Is it? that all that it is so like that's just like that's not the story but that's just to give you a gauge uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. on that same trip i had a stopping at gas and um she had a private gas pump on her property on her mansion's property they had a private gas pump and that's where she always fueled up yeah uh we got to the gas station because de- she desperately needed gas or we weren't gonna make it back so we stop at the gas station she gets out and all of us are in the car like talking to each other like we're we're not going to help her we're just going to see <laughs> can't she do this? how this unfolds she was able to get like she knew how to like access the gas tank right mm-hmm. because it's like she does that mm-hmm. she knows the gas pump she pulls the gets that in there all right it's good she starts pumping everything's good and then the gas station attendant comes over the the overhead speakers mm-hmm. and says pump six something 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 and she thinks that he's talking to her and she looks around, and she literally leans into the handle of the squeegee that's in the trash can and speaks into it like it's a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> and we about died in that car. <laughs> you're, not, you're not doing it loud enough. <laughs> <laughs> we about died in that car. <laughs> Having to hold it in and not laugh at her, like it was no, just like, we were Holy no, shit. we were laughing because she was outside of the car and we were inside the car, <laughs> so we weren't like laughing loud, but it was definitely like one of those like, oh my, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> I cannot believe that this is happening. Yeah. So that was mm, that was good. I like that. So <laughs> I've never heard that story. That's good, dude. I, oh man, that is one I'll. Anytime I think about it, it's like, man, yeah, all right, that's a that is that is one I will carry with me forever. Uh, my worst boss was probably, I wouldn't say she was, a, she was a child. I've never worked for anyone who I think was just so grossly, well, no, I take that back. My boss at Huddle House was grossly incompetent. He was sort of like a child. Les incompetents. His dad owned the franchise and just gave, basically gave it to him, and he just, no fucking idea. Just liked the power he had over struggling people. <laughs> this and, Huddle House is off the rails! Yeah, he was fucking, he was fucking awful. That Huddle House did shut down for like a year before it opened up new, new management. Bummer. He was pretty fucking stupid. Um, 
he loved like changing the schedule. So if you didn't show up or you showed up when you weren't supposed to, he knew but wouldn't tell you. Oh, fun. So then you just work an extra shift and we'd have oh, too sweet. many people on staff. So no one made any tips because <laughs> there were too many people. And Yeah, that's great. Yeah. There was no huddle in that house. <laughs> no. <laughs> and then it was pretty bad. The, um, the owner of our local Chinese restaurant, when I worked for her, um, the, the store manager, wonderful, nice person, owner of all the restaurants in town, she's fucking terrible. I've heard that fucking from a lot of people. Terrible. I've heard that. Mm-hmm. And then the owner of that nursing home that I worked at, she was also like, mm. she's, she, is, she is close to evil. Have also heard that yeah. from, from other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, she is now getting sued for millions of dollars for gross negligence. For speaking into a squeegee handle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad that you are not at those places anymore. Yep. yep. And that, None of those places. And otherwise, like, I've been fortunate. I've had far more good bosses. And now you have a great boss I and do. boss-in-law who brings you gifts from Greece. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. All right. I think that's pretty good. Yeah. We're good. That's a show. I feel like that's a show. So now let us do our favorite part of the show. All right. All right. Bring him a Donnie Jeffcoat bat. Signed, etched mm-hmm. by Donnie Jeffcoat. Mm-hmm. My forehead on it. It's been around. On the only. It's been around. Put my no one, no no hole in the random direction. Pitu putu pitu putu pitu putu 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 boop boop boop. No whammies, no whammies, no whammies. Stop. Number nine. Oh fuck. Number nine. Got any guesses? I hope it is Arrow the Acrobat. Pretty close. Mm. I'll give you a hint. Do you want a hint? Uh-huh. Da 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 da. Oh, mm, fuck yes. <laughs> but which one which is it? One? <laughs> which one is it? Damn. Oh, but just Adam's Family. Or is Adam's Family Values? Adam's Family. Which one? Adam's Family. It is Adam's Family Values. Oh, damn. I don't think I've played that one. I know that I haven't. Mm. I think the only Adam's Family game that I played was for NES. And I think uh, it was Fester's Quest. Fester's Quest. <laughs> All right. I'm from, okay. I'm a little jazzed about that. Well, yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. All right. Never played it. I played the shit out of the other Adam's Family game because it was the only one at Piggly Wiggly. But all right, yeah, we'll do it. We'll Adam's Family Values. Yep. Next episode. Thanks for listening, everybody. Next episode. Fuck yeah, Adam's Family Values. I mean, you are psyched. Yeah, it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. You are psyched. You can find you us. You say that now, but I guarantee you, yeah. before, oh, you're right. before we start next yeah. episode, you're gonna be like, "There's not really a whole lot to say about yep. this game." Probably. Probably. <laughs> Here's Gomez stabbing around. <laughs> I think you actually play as Uncle Fester in this oh, one. Okay. I might be confusing my Adams Family SNES games. Okay. Go check it out. Good. Awesome. Yeah, you can find us on uh, Facebook.com slash Tadbog, on Twitter, underscore, Tadbog underscore podcast. Same for Instagram. You want some of those Tadbog shirts to go swimming in? That's shirts.tadbog.com. You want to send us something? You don't, you know, you can bring it over from Greece and hand deliver it to me, or you can mail it to Tadbog Studios, care of Nicole Nance, PO Box 3785, Paducah, Kentucky, 42002. Uh, what else we got? Twitch. You're doing Tadbog Church every Sunday. Yep, every Sunday, 8.30 Central. If you want to see what Adam's family values is all about, mm-hmm. come mm-hmm. hang out with me on Sunday. That's Hell what yeah. I'll be playing. I don't know if it's two-player or not. If it is, maybe maybe I can play with somebody. Hey, pretty sweet. Oh, yeah, I have no idea. Um, what else we do? Oh, I guess I want to go ahead and reveal that... Well, should we reveal or we talked about doing bringing back another ship Monday for it? Do we want to reveal, wait till then, or do you want me to reveal it now? At this point, at this point, let's wait. Okay. Are you talking about the thing? Yeah. Okay. Let's... 
Let's wait. Okay. Yeah. Let's wait. Right. Yep. Let's, sure. Let's build some. Let's build some suspense. Build some suspense. Yep. Yeah. Got something. Got something good in the works. Yeah. I'm excited for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Me too. Me too. Uh, I guess we got that Patreon jam. We do. Hey, did you enjoy this? If you did, you are legally obligated to donate at least a dollar to us on Patreon. That is a joke, but I will say that I feel like that joke is working and that people are donating. <laughs> so I will continue to make that joke uh, forever. Uh, I'd like to take a moment uh, to... So just sit right there. So sit right there. I'm going to thank a whole bunch of people who donated on Patreon. Uh, I'd like to thank Zeus Laser for upping his donation. Again? Again. Zeus, thank you very much. Uh, I'd like to thank Platinum member Brett Miller oh, for upping shit. his donation. Uh, in the Executive Producer Club, thank you, uh, Brett. We appreciate it. Uh, I'd like to thank uh, the 90s Nostalgics podcast uh, for their new donation. Uh, I've actually I've, oh, yeah, ch- yeah. I've checked out their show. They just recently did an episode on uh, King of the Hill that I really enjoyed. Uh, so if you want to deep dive into that, uh, check that out. We are friends on Instagram. Yep. Uh, oh, really? Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'd also like to thank uh, George Brinson Jr. for uh, his recent donation. Uh, thank you very much. Did I miss anybody, Tyler? I don't think so. All right. There's also, I think I already thanked, I know I know we thanked Grim 1383 and I know we thanked Chris Ott last time. So I think Grim dropped even more uh, subscriptions to you in Twitch this yeah, last Sunday. Grim, ha- Grim has been making it rain on Twitch with a uh, gift subscription. So, Grim, thank you for that. I know I said this last episode, but uh, Grim is a streamer on Twitch. You can check him out at Grim with two M's, 1383. Hell yes. Um, our theme song is Moves on, uh, by Sigmar Drive. Mm-hmm. that track from the channel.com. Yes. How you want to close this out, Dave? I mean, I think last time we closed it out was our favorite Family Feud host, right? So our uh-huh. favorite um, writer of the apocalypse, which is also the same thing as, I guess. Well, That's maybe true. not. Maybe not. Because it's like, I really like Steve Harvey, but mm-hmm. like, is War my favorite writer? It's true. All right. So until next time. Tropical, tropical Capricorn. Capricorn. War. <laughs> War never changes. War never changes. I need Steve Harvey saying that is what I need. Um. All right. Who were, who was your who was your voice? I did war. Who were you? Were you also war? No, I was death. Death. Okay. Yeah, I was death. And now for a dramatic reading by Tyler Holland, September thirtieth, twenty nineteen. Hmm. Who can turn the world on with her smile? Who can take a nothing day suddenly make it all seem worthwhile? Well, it's you, girl, and you should know it. Which each glance and every little movement, you show it. Ha! <laughs> Love is all around. No need to waste it. You can never tell. Why don't you take it? You're gonna make it after all. You're gonna make it after all. How how (laughs) will you make it on your own? This world is awfully big, girl. 
you're all alone. Is this an extended version? But it's time <laughs> you started living. It's time you let someone else do some giving. Love is all around. There's no need to waste it. You can never tell. Why don't you take it? You might just make it after all. You might just make it after all. I played the part of the beret. The loud beret that, <laughs> that interrupts the song. The loud interrupting beret. That's why she throws it off. She's like, Shut up, beret. It's my song. You smell like cigarettes. <laughs> 